in terms of punishment in Japan for like a class trip, we'd play, uh, I think it was a、uh, rich man, poor man, the Japanese version of it, of the card game, right? And、uh, then basically the poor man no, for like, the next round like, has to put like, you know, like tube horseradish. You have to put it like right above your lip and or your nose for the next entire game. <laughs> and that's、oh, like the、shit. Japanese way of doing, like, you know, you got、you、a class trip, you're gonna play some card games, you gotta bring the hot mustard with you so you can, put, you can play that shit. <laughs> Wait, wait a minute. So, when they're going like, on a class trip, does every boy in their bag have a, like, a tube of hot mustard? But that's what my, that, that was my kohai told me. That's like, oh, yo, that's what we do in Japan. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you Japanese people are fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Welcome to the Weeb ASMR Hour, your weekly podcast where we discuss the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. I'm your host, Lance, and with me are my team of ASMR Weeb artists. First up is Plinchy. Hello. I, here I have some dice with me. Wonderful. Next up, we have Peter. Brilliant. And finally, I'd like to introduce Kai. So, there's this thing I like to do with my hands. Uh, it's gonna make you feel real good, alright? <laughs> brilliant, just absolutely brilliant. Thank you guys. And、uh, again, welcome, welcome to、uh, the Weeb Power Hour.、Um, this is episode 35. We are、um, In the wonderful month of April, where nothing's really happening <laughs> this last week. But、uh, <laughs> what is happening is some good ass anime.、Um, for those of you who don't know,、uh, this is a little call to action. If you have any questions for the Weeb Power Hour or possibly any anime or manga recommendations for us, feel free to leave a comment and we'll be happy to answer you in, in the next podcast.、Uh, that out of the way, let's jump right into the latest news and. Topics for this week. First topic Netflix's live action Death Note 2 is confirmed in the works, and the writer plans on making the sequel more faithful to the manga.、Uh, for those of you who have watched the live action Death Note from Netflix,、um, I'm sure you are more than aware it was not the most faithful adaptation <laughs> of source material, but that's pretty common for. Uh, these kind of live action adaptations. We've seen this like Dragon Ball Evolution <laughs> in particular.、Um, Full Metal Alchemist, you name it.、Uh, what do you guys think of、um, this planned <clears throat> sequel that is confirmed in the works? I'm actually really shocked that it's even gotten a sequel. 
How do you make a how do you make a sequel that's more faithful to the source material when the first one isn't already like way blown out proportion? See, that's almost like irredeemably so far removed from the source material that's like how do you come back from that? Should have done a soft reboot. Why waste your time trying to fix something that you already broke? That's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, they should rather than try to build off of the dumpster fire they should just scrap it and try again but see like it wasn't wasn't like death note like not popular with the anime community but just like people who didn't even know what death note is it was it, it i think it received fine so mm. like for the people who didn't know that it was an anime first like those people were like oh sweet we get more of this like i did like they don't know any better so i feel like that's who they're playing uh uh their their sequel towards too, not us, the the actual fans of this uh, of Death Note. See, I feel like you have to keep in mind like the like the original source material fans because that's the that's reason. A, those are the people that the original yeah. like, audience is going to be built off of. So now that you have a sequel, like who are you gearing it towards? Are you trying to backtrack and correct what should have been in the original or? Yeah, I'm really, really confused with this plan and just honestly shocked it's happening at all. The guy that just directed the the latest Mortal Kombat movie, he is the writer for this show or for this uh, sequel. Wow. So that means... I think he wrote in the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he Kombat. wrote the Mortal Kombat yeah. movie. So that means it's probably going to piss more people off because uh, uh, I know a lot of people were not happy with the, the newest Mortal Kombat movie. Like... Twitter oh, storm yeah. up the wazoo. I, me and Plinchy watched it a couple nights ago. It it was fine. I thought it was a pretty good introduction to Mortal yeah. Kombat, but uh, a lot of people were dissatisfied with, uh, you know, the, the heavy fans of Mortal Kombat. So if you can't win those guys over, how are you going to win? <laughs> how are you going to win Death Note uh, fans over? They're even worse. <laughs> okay, moving on to our next topic. Uh, WWE announces a partnership with Crunchyroll, and this is for a new anime project that will be in the works. Uh, no news yet on exactly what the project is going to be about, just that there is going to be a deal between WWE and Crunchyroll. Uh, I'll shoot it over to Peter first, because I know you and me love WWE. So, what do you think of this? Hot diggity damn. I've been waiting for this to happen. Like I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I like. I saw, like foresaw it in the in in the works, but like, it was. It's too perfect. WWE is literally anime, but live action. So the fact that like they can combine right. together, like it's gonna, it's gonna blow my mind because some of the shit they think in WWE, like the storylines, are so like asinine that it's just like, I I never get when like people are like, oh, anime is weird. Like they they have some weird storylines I don't understand. I'm like, and then I'll be like, do you watch like WWE or anything like that? And it's like, oh yeah, I love WWE. I'm like, same shit. It's the same, it's the thing, same bro. shit, bro. Like, <laughs> it, like WWE, we got rivalries, we've got lore, we've yeah, got heavy characters lore. dying and coming back inexplicably. Yeah. We have super <laughs> moves. Yeah. Oh yeah, the super moves. Yeah, that's like the thing. Everyone has like their personas and. Like it's just it's it's like watching like a theater in front of you basically, but obviously it's like it's raunchy, you know. It's sweaty guys in very 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 tight undies. 
uh, just grabbing just each testosterone other. Testosterone poison to hell. Exactly. But it's I don't know. It's it's perfect to me. Like I like even if it's shit, which I probably will be shit. Uh, probably right. But you know, but Crunchyroll, you want to sponsor us? Then I don't think it's shit. Um, oh no, no. In that case, Crunchyroll, like all of your Crunchyroll originals, out of the park stellar. Like big fan of god of high school you've heard us talk about it we Tower love god, it Tower god, Tower god, Tower Tower god. god. Do, do i need to say more yeah <laughs> right country i'll your voice please <laughs> please <laughs> the lights are gonna turn off soon in this in this office please <laughs> we can't afford running water anymore <laughs> we've been sitting in the same bucket for the past 30 episodes jesus uh, that said, yeah, very excited for the WWE um, partnership, and um, we'll definitely keep you guys posted on when more information is announced for this, and um, uh, we'll go from there because I've been waiting for that. <laughs> All right, that will do it for the news for the week. We will be moving on to our media roundup. This is the segment where we talk about any media that we may have watched or read throughout the week. That didn't make it into our top 10 board that will be a little bit later in the show so first up for the media roundup of the week we have 86 episode three well, i'm gonna open up to the floor because i think all of us are really uh, impressed with this episode uh, i'll let you guys have first cracks i'm gonna go off <laughs> so that scene where they're showing all the girls was very nice Mwah. and then at one point i see one girl and i'm like wow i think that's my favorite <laughs> Wait, is she the one that dies? <laughs> oh, the one who died? <laughs> there it is. There's the first casualty. No, I, I was having the first, uh, <sighs> my first impression too was, yeah, the black haired girl. Um, she's really cool and like funny and cute. And of course, she's the first one to die. Of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> damn she was a four-year veteran she she uh she was one of the good ones that that sucks don't they have like um uh part of their soldier uh i guess tenure is that they have to they have to be a, they have to be in combat for a certain number of years and then they can retire yeah um, but none of them ever make it to that point <laughs> none of them ever make it to that point the guy the guy who died in the That's... first episode i think he was like had half a year left right something like before that before mm -hmm. he could retire so this is totally like that trope of ah, i can't wait to retire and be with my granddaughter for my final years and then the alien invasion happens and the dude dies yeah except these like young kids so it's it's way worse yeah like the only one that's ever gonna make is probably undertaker but he probably won't even retire i think he's gonna he's a lifer kind of thing he's just gonna stay here until Wait all his second. friends die i thought like the whole thing was that the the robots that are attacking yeah was like a, an automated system for the people of that country mm -hmm. but the robots got too powerful and they believe that the robots took over that country well, that's the right. that's the right. story that they're telling all the citizens, right? Oh, it's the story, and then it's so I thought theory. like the world was gonna like that war is gonna end because like these robots Run out have power. a pre-programmed mm -hmm. expiration date. I thought that's the thing, right? That's what they. So I thought. Feed. I mean, yeah, if that's 
that's what's happening, then yeah, I think assumably, oh yeah, in a few years, the robots will probably die out since all the people are dead, right? Eighty uh, six aren't people, right? Yeah, like yeah, like it's all like that's how they presented it, like in a classroom where the main character's like, hey, this is bullshit. Yeah, there's no, you there's know? no way. I mean, like, what are you talking about, lady? This is a classroom. <laughs> this is a classroom, lady. There's like no conceivable evidence they provided to be like, yeah, we know for sure, sure that these these automated uh, machines will run out of power sooner or later. Like so, it could be true though. It could be true. It Maybe the fact right. that the eighty six nice. still have that rule. Yeah. Of like, mm-hmm. you have to be war slaves until you fight X amount of years and yeah. then you're free. So that would be nice, but. Go with the way this anime is going. No, I mean, Plinchy already lost her favorite character. Like, favorite char- found her favorite character and then lost it in the same span of like twenty no minutes. One can replace her. Yeah. So it's like no one. There's, there's no way. Probably people are dying. <laughs> yeah. I've lost respect for um the the princess the Lina? alba Lina? girl that we're following. Yeah. At first, I was like, oh, you know, she's trying, but like at the end scene where she's getting yelled at. He makes, I forget his name, but he makes some great points. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm like, like, how do you, Refuse how do you that. save face after that? Yeah, like, what do you do? You keep calling, you keep trying, like, secondhand embarrassment. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, fuck. yeah, that was the. Uh, this is a very raw episode, um, especially at the end. Because he makes good points. Uh, is the blonde boy the one who's an artist? Uh, um, Rika. Yeah. Rika. Yeah. You can tell like his entire the entire episode. He was like just giving like the the evil eyes every time Lena uh, tries to contact them. So it's very clear that his animosity against uh, the Magnolians. Mm. Um. But yeah, he <laughs> you can't really argue against his points. They're all totally legit. As nice as she's trying to be to the eighty six soldiers. The truth is that she can never help really help them, truly. She can be nice to them, but she's not helping them. She's still allowing them to die in the name of this country that hates them. And something happened. Probably something happened in the past, too. He, His his anger towards uh, oh, yeah. uh, of course. the Republic of Magnolia runs very deep, just like, uh, just like uh, the girl that died. Um, Something about like her parents were uh, were also part of like the war and everything like that, and they were sacrificed uh, for the better of the country. So, like her her family's yeah. been in that situation as well. I'm sure all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like their kids. So exactly. So in uh, one, except for probably Undertaker, I don't know why, but he he screams orphan from like the get go. They just found <laughs> him just like laying on the steps of. Uh, of a of a machine they were like well let's just pop this baby into the spider machine and see what happens and he just fucking just destroy people at like two years old <laughs> yeah i'm really curious about undertaker because he's has a different uh demeanor than the other kids he's more willing to he seems to be more willing to accept lena and also he's just also just so cold and so effective so i have to wonder like what is his history like does he have yeah. has he lost the things that the other kids have lost that have shaped like their perception of magnolia that they just can't forgive the, uh their oppressors mm. or he just lost so many of his 
comrades. Yeah, that it's just I wouldn't say he stops caring, but I think he just knows is inevitable kind of thing. So I think he has that code demeanor. He still cares for them. You can tell that he like really looks yeah, out for these guys. Cares. But to get any closer is to, you know, break your heart over and over. I mean to to try to make friends in this group is it's uh it's it's gonna kill you. That's that's what the girl was trying to tell uh, mm-hmm. Lena, right? It's like, hey, don't get too close because it's gonna happen and it's gonna it's gonna destroy you. And what do you know? The girl that told her, told her that is the the one that dies first. The one who went, yeah. So yeah. So aside from that, I also wanted to point out. Uh, I was really impressed with this episode. Just um, the way that they have visual storytelling in this episode really impressed me because. The first part was from the 86ers perspective and um, we saw their life, their, uh, their little wholesome moments at the stream. And then um, also their interaction with Lena, we got to see like um, all their, pers- uh, as they're talking to Lena, the way they like look at each other the, mm-hmm. as she talks, the way they, they're like, like giggling to each other as she talks and making uh, like doing things in the background. You can see like how they feel about her. We don't see Lena's... Uh, uh, Lena's point of view with this and then we switch over to hers and then we're shown her in her room by herself listening to their banter and then with her we can kind of like uh, relate to her because we don't see what the other kids are doing on their side we can only see what Lena as she's listening to them what she's trying to like interpret what's happening with them like what they look like mm-hmm. what they uh what they're up to, what their pets look like. Uh, so it, it was a really good way to kind of guess into the shoes of one group and then into the shoes of Lena. So yeah, just animation wise and visually storytelling wise, I was really impressed with this episode. Yeah. You can, you can definitely feel <clears throat> yeah. the divide between uh, the two groups, right? Oh. No matter how much she's willing to put the yeah, effort how close in. She tries. Uh, it's never going to be enough because in the end, you know, it's their lives on the line, not hers. And uh, yeah. that's something you can never reprimand with just words or effort like that. So, yeah. it's a damn shame. And I wouldn't be surprised if next episode, it starts off, uh, I was telling Peter this, uh, when uh, the black hair girl was killed, we only saw Lena's Point of view we didn't see the fight that they were in the thick of mm. so i wouldn't be surprised if next episode it immediately starts with the fight and showing her get killed yeah dude, that's and prediction then we, we see their side dude. yeah and that's they're uh <laughs> the aftermath that they have to now swallow that lena can never ever see you know it would be wild i know it's not gonna happen but what if somehow the the girl did actually die it was just like her machine that got blown up and then somehow Undertaker uh, like got her out of the machine and then just like placed her somewhere with like some other refugees that just trying to hide them from uh, the Magnolia group so they don't have to fight anymore. Oh, f- what? That'd be... See, I had that theory nice. in the first episode when I watched the first episode of like who's stopping them from like Just injecting. up and going. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like ejecting out of it. The machine mm-hmm. breaks. You know, they're not considered humans. So like... Mm-hmm. Uh, Who gives a who's, fuck? Who's keeping tabs, right? Maybe they've got that thing on Ooh, their ear the that phone. like uh, Just monitors their 
cut the ear off, just like Promise Neverland. Pull the old Emma. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, I guess you could. So I guess I know it's not. I know that's not the case, but like, wouldn't that be just like the biggest f you to to like this uh, this kind of concept? Because mm-hmm. we all know how this concept goes. We've seen it, especially in there, like a lot of other me- mecha shows. So the fact that they're like, you know what, fuck it, we're just we're just doing something different. Like these kids actually don't die. We'll save them all, kind of thing. It's like that would be wild in 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 my eyes. If it shows at the end, I don't like. If I don't think they'll show it like next episode, but in the end, it is like some kind of like riverbed, and then just like all the guys and girls are just chilling and having curry and shit like that. And you're like, oh my god, I thought they were all dead. It's called heaven. Oh, you bring up a good point, yeah. Yeah, and then you realize that you're actually dead, and then you're just in heaven with all your rest of okay. your dead friends. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the next anime for uh, the media roundup. It's My Hero Academia, season five, episode five. Uh, so this is the beginning of the second round of their uh, their class one A versus one B uh, training. What do you guys think of this episode? It's all right. It's good. <laughs> What what Plinchy was fearing last week uh, has is is starting to come to fruition. Uh, when she was like, "You think they're gonna? It's gonna be like eight episodes, like eight ten episodes of this fight?" And I was like, "Nah, these fights are short. Should only be like one episode each. So we should like finish this up in like three or four episodes." And the fact that like we only got through like barely halfway through this second fight is uh, like a quarter of this. Fight, yeah, it feels like. So they're stretching it now. So now, yeah, yeah. I don't read the manga, but I could feel like not a lot happened this episode. No. no. So now, it's now just the the black dude. Yeah. Now I'm seeing like is the first half of the season is going to be the battle between one A and one B, and then the second half will be you know the world building and uh, story yeah. plot kind of thing so which is you know in actuality that's very my hero like anyway it's always like mm-hmm. first half yeah. students second half story plot and then they flip it over one way or another right. so uh should have seen it coming but I, I really thought they knew better to not stretch these really tiny fights out but uh it's only like a couple of these characters are gonna get like their shiny moments or like more character development like Tokiyami this episode you can see that he he grew his powers to be uh much better he can float now pretty much or fly which is basically like yeah. the one thing he was kind of missing is uh mm-hmm. the agility uh to move around faster on the battlefield so I did like that I like um uh, every time they show off the creativity with the powers like here's like the base power what it does it's cool but like how can you use your gear or think outside the box to use it in ways that you wouldn't expect? And I really like when the author puts on display. I just wish that it was, you know, in a way that was more main story, like important <laughs> versus like, oh, oh just yeah. being up the, honestly, the boring, like one A, uh, they're one B, right? That they're fighting. Yeah. One B, well, yeah. Yeah. These characters I'm not really interested in. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really like feel like all right when <laughs> they beat them it's, it's <laughs> always like this though like like it's always the part where they have to show off uh, how much power they grew since last season you know and they yeah. show off their powers a little bit and Midoriya gets all nerdy about it 
Like, yeah. It's the classic my hero that my hero filler. That's not fillery, but it's like not that like story no. like heavy important yeah. filler. Yeah, they just try to like fatten up the the storyline a little bit. And I do agree with you on that. I think in like the past couple of seasons, it, I think everyone except Deku and maybe Bakugo, when they have like their new powers, they can use it in like an actual like story-driven battle kind of thing where like everyone else when they learn like something new you know it's just kind of like in a, in a random battle at school or like it just doesn't really help too much or it's like a small part of everything so uh i, I do have to admit you have a big class obviously you're gonna pick you know some of them to like shine above the rest and uh right now it's literally just deku and, and bakugo that gets uh most of the most of the, the light even like Todoroki where I thought he was going to get more uh, limelight uh, like as the season progresses he doesn't really get too much like I haven't really thought about Todoroki in, a, in a quite a bit so yeah because they make us keep thinking about the uh, one for all wait yeah yeah one for all yeah yeah, yeah we keep flashbacking and looking at All Might and Deku and yeah. There's no room to think about anyone else except the side characters. Deku. Yeah. One for all. <laughs> I'm gonna say now though. I think I don't remember if I said this when we were watching uh, when we were previewing the spring season, but uh, I think this is probably the most boring arc for my hero. Uh, as uh, as as one that has read everything for the manga. Is that how you felt when you read the manga? Like yeah. This is this is, this is this is the worst arc yet. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, I kind of enjoyed it. It was nice seeing like new powers and being like, "Oh, oh wow, new thing." The battle was nice. It was everything afterwards. The 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 actual like story plot line to go with the with the arc. Uh, I <laughs> absolutely am bored with it. I think a lot of people will like it. I can't say anymore because you know that ruined it. But uh, uh, I can see why people like it. But I, to me, it was like the most boring arc. I'd rather watch Gentle Criminal again, to be perfectly honest. No. Really? Yeah, I did not like that arc whatsoever. So. Uh, I think I know what you're talking too, about. I'm, I'm kind of like. Too wordy uh, and like it was just too up, up in its own ass sometimes with, uh, with the world building. So it's kind of like, nah. nah that is a very strong about. statement. That is. Yeah. yeah. I, I was not impressed, especially since like everything up to that point, I was. I was blown away with how how great my hero is and how lovable uh, Deku as a character is. Like most times, I'm not I'm not too attached uh, to the main protagonist in these shonens, but like he he really takes the cake uh, on like being like a good boy, pretty much. It took like two episodes for me to fall in love with Deku. Same. It's like wow. Yeah. Like wow. that. Uh, that first episode alone, that that like I still get like vivid images of it sometimes when he's like. Uh, in front of All Might, in front of the street, and he's like on his knees, and then uh, All Might was telling him yeah. he could be a hero too, and all he just, he yeah. just everything was coming out. So, uh, yeah, great character, horrible arc though. The next arc afterwards, mwah, just, mwah, just like <laughs> Chef's Kiss, like the best arc yet. <laughs> like it just, it like totally redeemed itself, and then you know I was like, yeah, I forgive you, I forgive you. But you dare fuck up again. I'll, f- I'll fucking say it in my podcast that only five people listen to. And it's us. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that'll do it for My Hero Academia. We'll move on to uh, our third item for the media roundup. This is actually from um, uh, something that I watched was uh, Higehiro, or uh, I guess the, that's the short in Japanese title. The, yep. the English title is, um, okay, after being rejected, I shaved and I took in a high school runaway. And with a title like that, how could it not be a banger? first three episodes uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay this is one of the anime that we watched uh that was you know a contender for top 10 uh for this season uh i disregarded it because yeah you did it it just i don't know it just screamed out like we made fun low, of it yeah, yeah like low-hanging fruit bait we're like what the fuck is this title I vividly remember when we were watching the trailers and I, I when I was looking at the lineup, I was like, all right, out of all the rom-coms, this is the one that's going to be like the best one. I know that for sure because I read it. And then the moment like the 10 seconds on the trailer comes out and the three, you just start going off on it. I'm just like, oh my God. I like cried. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and I was really, I was kind of upsetting spaghetti a little bit, but I, I kept it in because I was like, I'm biased in every way, shape, or form. So I can't say much, yeah. but yeah, that 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 really hurt me inside uh, how much you guys are shitting on it. So, I mean, like face value, surface level, when I read I know, that can title, you blame us? yeah, what, what do you expect, like, except for to expect like a trashy, um, easy bait anime like that but you know when if you actually give it a chance and you watch it i was actually pretty impressed with it uh it is actually not at all like like trashy or etchy or whatever like it's actually i would call it like wholesome really yeah i was super surprised um so for those of you don't know uh if you I mean, you're probably inferred from the title, but it's about a guy who, uh, about a 26 year old uh, salary man who he's down in his luck in love, but then he happens upon a runaway high school girl. Um, he offers her to take her in for the night, uh, and hijinks ensue from there, trying to shelter this runaway. Um, but yeah, their relationship is quite nice uh, they have nice banter um uh, they have funny moments she has been through a really tough time some people are comparing it to um uh oh what was it called that one i think the name escapes me it's that one um hentai the infamous one metamorphosis <laughs> Mine's, oh, it was like, some people are saying it's metamorphosis but but the good route of that if things worked out for the better that's disrespectful in all levels to metamorphosis i actually kind of see it because <laughs> so the girl um uh, her biggest problem is that she has kind of a twisted perception of uh receiving generosity so like when this guy is like really nice to her she thinks oh you just want me for my body but he's actually a, a really nice guy <laughs> he doesn't uh want to take advantage of a girl who's in need he actually just wants to do the right thing and offer her help if she needs it and it's good uh 
what do you think, Peter, when you saw the the episodes for yourself? Going off of what you were saying, I think one of the things that make a uh, uh, Sayu like really lovable is the fact that like you know when she offers her body and she's like, uh, "Oh, you want me for my body?" It's not something like really annoying. Right? It's not like, oh, all men are disgusting. They're pigs. They only see women for their body. It's, it's really the fact that like she thinks that's the only way uh, to give back for all the things that she had received from him. So yeah, it's it's like really sad in, in, in like that way, but it's not annoying or anything. No, there's no real cringe, even though the title gives off that cringe vibes kind of thing. And that's, yeah. uh, that's what's so great about this show. Um, and more times than not from like my experience of like, you know, reading a lot of manga, the weirder the titles, like the better they are, surprisingly, more times than not. So, um, there will still be ones where it's just like, it's so stupid and it is what it is. Um, like I hypnotized my brother and then I made him fall in love with me and have sex with me. Uh, like that was one of the mangas that I, I read a couple weeks ago and uh it's exactly what it is the little sister fucking hypnotizes the guy and then uh he he wasn't hypnotized but then he, uh she's a yandere so he's scared to uh to to not pretend to be hypnotized oh my god so uh yeah but uh most times are not like these these titles uh even though they're weird uh they're usually pretty good and i think this is the one where it's a very good example of i wish more storylines do this better but adult situations being used in a uh, romance rom-com rom-drama people are so afraid to use sex as like a theme or a sex as like a plot line to push something forward because you know people see it like how you guys thought right it's like oh it's etchy oh it's trashy oh it's this and that um but i'm a firm believer these kind of situations are very important for storytelling not just to make your story more popular but uh to even relate to a lot of people because sayu is not the only girl out there uh girl or guy that feel like in that situation so uh for them to be able to hit that kind of thing to relate to other people uh i that's why i think this is a contender for one of the rom-coms of the season yeah i think so too especially because like we don't have uh particularly strong romances uh in the season uh, this has kind of been like the the itch that i needed scratched for the genre and yep. it has been very impressive so far i'm gonna keep watching it for sure you watch it with us it's the one yeah that's, definitely it's part of our list that we watch so uh I, yeah i'm really excited for you guys to see uh more just because like you can already see it's not like it's not like a true harem but you can already see like the girls are lining oh, up for yoshida yeah. so Mm -hmm. uh the amount of drama the melodrama between uh him and sayu and then goto and then you know the kohai uh it's, it's just uh it's a whirlwind of uh emotions and like shit that's happening so yeah i'm looking forward to that okay uh so that will do it for our media roundup of the week uh, if you have any recommendations for anime that we should be checking out uh, outside of our top 10, feel free to leave us a comment and uh, we'll be more than happy to check it out and uh, give our thoughts on it. Uh, moving on to our spring season anime ranking board. Uh, this is our segment where we 
line up 10 anime that we watch every single week and we rank them against each other for supremacy. Uh, the first place winner this week is rewarded an extra hour in the ball pit. So let's get right to the rankings. Ah, <laughs> uh, where they poop and pee in there all the time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. So um, I feel like this week, uh, before we actually get into it, I feel like this has been a pretty strong week, personally. I, I don't know how you guys felt about the episodes, but I was having a really hard time choosing. Yeah. Even like, usually I have like an easy time picking the, the 10th place loser. But I couldn't really yeah. call any of them losers this week. They're all very uh, solid. Yeah, I had to objectively look at them all in a different light. And I had to be like, do I want to look at it and like how the episodes have come up to this point or just this episode? Like it was really, yeah. really weird, really hard. Okay, so uh, that's it. Let's get into uh, the bottom of the list. This is rank number 10 for this week. We have The World Ends With You. Uh, so across the board, we have uh, eighth place for Kai, ninth place for me, ninth place for Peter, and ninth place for Plinchy. Um, we'll start off with, um, actually, you know, I kind of want to start off uh, this one because uh, this is the first episode that I didn't rank bottom of the list. I actually, uh, again, the Just top close is hard, to but bottom I, of the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, it's still ninth place. But I actually kind of like this episode. I like the the, the development <laughs> we have where where, she, where Shiki, uh, uh, not sh- yeah, where Shiki, Shiki was actually yeah. um, phased out of reality, uh, and and then Neku has to do the game over because that's something that I just kept having such a weird feeling about, like how fast they're blowing through the days. And now I have the answer. Neku is going to keep doing the the Reaper game over and over again. I, and I imagined over and over again until he gets all the answers he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll throw it over to uh, you guys. What do you think of this episode? Uh, uh, I think the only thing that kept this episode from being at bottom place was the ending. Because up until that very point, I was like... Oh, it's it's the same stuff again. It's just oh wait, is that Jesse from Team Rocket? And then I see <laughs> the fight scene, and it's like just a repeat of what I said the last week. And then I could hear Kai in my head like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's just happening. Like I'm just watching. It felt like uh, like a forced transition from scene A to scene B, I guess. Like, I didn't really need the fight scenes, and I get it. Like, we have to get through this in order to get to the, the rest of the development. Yeah. But it's a good, like, not knowing anything about the game. Story's great. Like, I'm really interested. It's really cool. Yeah, I like where the story's going. <laughs> uh, I gotta agree, though. The weak link that's definitely shackling this show is definitely the combat. Like, I cannot get invested in it. <laughs> It's just like rinse and repeat over and over again. Uh, Shiki throws the doll. Neku throws fire. They do it over and yeah, over again. Yeah, the monster oh my god, dies. she's like, they're like, okay, what does he say at the end? They do it a second time where they're just standing there and they're focusing, and then they they just like they like charge with blue they do energy. Like a com- they do I'm like, like a charged combo attack or something. I get it. And I'm like, it's I get it. It's a video game. Just... but and then they're flashing like 
symbols, which I can assume is the different elements or different attacks. But like, I, I don't know what they mean. I I'm I feel like I'm intelligent enough to understand. Like, okay, that's a video game. That's the move. Well, I, I, oh, but like, <laughs> like, you know, like it's okay, totally I get fine. It. Like, it's totally fine if you don't understand it because they never explain how he can use different powers because the that's what i'm saying the, still hasn't yeah the pins they it's show okay, it's always the player it's pins. at the same time it's not okay yeah it's <laughs> definitely not okay like they, they're a thin line of like this is barely acceptable i don't know maybe they'll explain it when he's so doing good. it over again but i highly doubt it at this point as much as like as other like video game adaptations to anime the the combat is always kind of lackluster just because mm-hmm. it's hard mm-hmm. to really like emulate how you feel in a game so uh stay for the storyline and that's you know that's about it really so i am curious uh not having played the game i'm curious to see if um rhyme is dead like for realsies because um it's my interpretation of the the ending of this episode is that neku's gonna repeat the reefers game and so is everybody else who survived it but did not win it so probably gonna keep seeing beat and and rhyme. i i guess rhyme um so i'm mm. interested to see like how exactly this world works and how it handles when players are killed and uh players who have to repeat the game because uh neku had to repeat it and he had to sacrifice uh he actually sacrificed not just i, I thought it was his memories because like more memories of important people but he actually sacrificed Shiki herself, right? Like, she's actually gone. Yeah, so at first it was his memories. That's why he doesn't remember how he died and how he got to this point. And then the next the next most important thing ended up being Shiki. So that's why he didn't yeah. give up more memories because the seven days he had with Shiki made her so important in his heart that they took her yeah. away from, from him. So that was like when, when me and Kyra played in that game, playing the game we were just like la 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 yay we won after like a fucking bullshit boss boss battle <laughs> yeah and then you guys said that that boss fight was supposed to be bullshit in the game it's absolute bullshit <laughs> like when kai said it i thought about it and then like all the anger started flooding back into my mind and i was like <laughs> i hated that guy i remember that. i love it when video games do that um yeah you're t- i don't masochist <laughs> but uh yeah just the fact that like you know we were going through it and then they're like only one person can go through and like we're already like falling in love with Shiki just because you know obviously you get more dialogue with her in the game there's more to fall in love with her more fluff so like we're both like yes you know what I don't mind playing through this game again as long as Shiki can like have what she wants and basically she just wants to go back meet up with her friend again and then you know design the clothes uh, with her so uh, we were happy with that and then the fact that like they denied her of that and then uh, put her in uh somewhere uh yeah so she's heartbreaking she won but she wasn't even allowed to win basically at at this point in the game uh how far how much gameplay time have you guys played uh to reach this point like 10 hours not even less than that you can also say how many school days because that's a really good perspective too oh yeah (laughs) i remember it taking a couple school days (laughs) like i remember 
getting to that first boss that big guy that we just saw definitely took more than one day more than two days because i remember wow. i i like died hmm. in several of the fights and stuff and i had to redo <laughs> a bunch of it and that last boss that that big guy boss like was a bitch too and like you actually feel for shiki like you actually Lo- yeah. want to love her yeah. like because of the dialogues you have with her yeah. and there's so much that are going on imagine. that's like not there and then suddenly Shiki's just gone and you're like Poof. what what do you mean she's gone I spent like a good in my head canon like seven hours seven to six hours right of gameplay <laughs> of with yeah. her and she's like suddenly gone wait God. a second she that wasn't even her real body what like yeah. i feel like the reveal for her not having her real body was around that six hour mark right like maybe the day oh, or two you get that and then you're pushed into suddenly her dying yeah and disappearing like yeah. i was already like yeah. shocked uh, like what that's not a yeah, real body makes... what and then okay we'll just keep going through the days oh hey we're about to beat her what she doesn't get to live like yeah it was like that for me and the sad part is like <sighs> you, knowing shiki is she doesn't even care for the fact that like she can't like leave anymore like she like got sacrificed again it's the fact that like neku has to go through the game again and she worries for him so like you know for sure shiki's not even thinking about herself uh when you when you get to that point in the game which is more heartbreaking uh to say the least so like kai is like remembering all the good times now like you know just like kaga shiki i miss you i asked about the the time frame for the video game because uh maybe it was way more impactful in the game i imagine it must have been shocking to just see uh neku have to repeat the game mm-hmm. and have to lose shiki like that because it's an anime so i know there are 12 episodes we reached the end of the game at episode three so in my mind i'm already expecting that this is no if they reach the end that's not the end of the journey so something has to yeah. come so maybe that took a little bit of the surprise out yeah. for me. I wonder if it was yeah. more impactful for a game player. I I could I could definitely agree to that, especially since definitely. like for like me and Kai, the struggle, right? Like we worked towards that point. <laughs> God, you sound like you're tortured. <laughs> yeah, like I remember like having to like go back and buy like different pins and shit because I was like my pin my pin setup isn't <laughs> fucking working. I'm so fucking pissed. <laughs> So yeah. like I had to like grind for like money and shit like that and figure out like you know yeah. the best tactic to to figure that guy out. So I think it's the working up process, but I think it's most definitely you're missing the the dialogues between uh, Neku and Shiki in those seven days. I don't blame them for like kind of you know brushing through it because you know we're trying to finish the whole thing in one season. There's no way uh, we have time for like the extra fluff of dialogue. Um, it's mainly for plot you know plot line only so uh i get it uh it hurts but i get it i, I wasn't like in my mind thinking this is going to be a faithful adaptation where they're going to get every single you know piece to line up correctly so all right so we're moving on to our ninth place for this week uh i think it's been ninth place like every week so far um so here we go shadow's house um uh, and i think from here on we're gonna see some kind of drastic fluctuations between (laughs) our votes because we're kind of all over this week um on what shows we liked and which ones uh we had to unfortunately put near the bottom uh so shadow's house we got ninth place for kai 
I gave it my bottom 10th place, Peter 8th place, and Plinchy, you gave it 5th place. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to uh, Plinchy, you first, because you're the high point for this episode. Uh, what do you think of this episode for Shadow's House? Ah... Uh... The the whole I I don't know I would it would you call it a reveal if you're already expecting dark things to happen in this house? Because I feel like when they showed the Phantom, it was kind of that that sense of what is that word like satisfaction like oh I was right yeah kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. There's a monster. Um, the whole time Milico is getting the tour, it's like getting more of that sense of this mansion's a lot bigger, a lot more unknown, and Milico really doesn't know anything compared to these dolls and just how, mm-hmm. like, newborn she is. Pretty much, yeah. As if, like, the first few episodes didn't already do that, but this one was, it felt like maybe, like, we're gonna stop that and let's just go to, like, the rest of the house. Um... I really like Rosemary. I think she was a really nice character. And then she fucking got soot sickness and I like uh, actually felt uh, yeah, something. Yeah, it's like, oh no. Oh man, that was horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, like, first she gets like, what? Like possessed? Like taken control Pretty much. Of, yeah. Mounted? Like used? Face hugger. It, it was. Yeah, face hugger. Face hugger, yeah. That was wild. Uh, I was like, oh shit. But then the dolls are like, Oh no, what do we do? Oh, you have to put water. Like, oh, and then she's spraying the perfume oh and it's god. like not reaching. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, like dude, I, I like Come Rosemary, on. please save her. <laughs> oh. And then Oh, I forget her name, the other doll that um Sarah's doll, the the bitch. <laughs> uh and Milico's like, oh, you're not mad at me? Um she seems cool, and then you see scars yeah. on her body, so, okay, yeah, she's, um, these poor things, like, these dolls are so sad. The slave song from the last episode was already like, oh, man, <laughs> but that felt more funny, because we already know they're dolls that they clean, and like, oh, yeah, maids, whatever, and then now it's getting to the point where they have to go through fighting monsters, risking their lives, and then they're not allowed to talk about certain things kate's like don't talk about my soot powers and what the fuck why why does kate have soot powers <laughs> just yeah a lot more it was interesting i was constantly like what the fuck and ah yeah oh mia the one uh five five head girl ten head yeah ten head she girl big for she really on. is cool um there's a lot she's going on cute. with her character uh, yeah she's also very cute um yeah, just the feeling of um, this is definitely a very dangerous episode. Um, that the house uh, is a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. That dolls can just get attacked by soot monsters, possessed, <laughs> and just mind fucked. Basically, even at, mm-hmm. even if they're saved from it. But then, but then they get like, but then she goes to the infirmary. She comes back. Uh, Rosemary comes back, and she's totally fine. It's just like they treat her like, oh man, this just happens every other week. Amelia, like. <laughs> This is normal. So, Don't worry about it. You know what the crazy thing is? It doesn't though, because Rosemary, for how long she sounds like is she's been there, that was the first time she's ever encountered a phantom like that, or like in any situation. Oh, yeah. So like that's we why actually 
Yeah. That's why they didn't know what to do. Especially when like Rosemary mm-hmm. like got attacked and then she was like pretty much like I don't know, like she's gonna get like hung up in the ceiling. Oh, yeah, yeah. They kind never of thing. S- they've heard of such sickness, but they've never actually seen it exactly like, like, happen to somebody. So that whole situation was new for all of them. So the fact that like uh yeah uh, Lou, the 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 redhead girl, like if she didn't think about what she read in the book like rosemary is fucking dead so that's why like as cringe mm-hmm. as that scene was i totally get it it's literally like yeah, i really liked it you got a job at the fire department but you've never done any firefighter training your entire life <laughs> and then they send you to a burning house and they're like okay put the fire out and it's like i don't i don't what the <laughs> water <laughs> like what do i do like they like this yeah. procedures but they like this what what procedures do you know so um i feel like a lot got revealed but like not a lot at the same mm. time just the mm-hmm. the the way this house is shaped i like the fact that like i forgot who was talking i think it was it was mia and like Emilico, but they were talking about like another wing of the house and it was like oh we don't go to that yeah. wing oh yeah and i was we're like oh there. yeah i was like does that is that mean adults are there or like someone stronger or higher up and it, at the end of the episode that seems like the case there is adults and there is like a hierarchy of titles and tiers uh, between the shadows so yeah. now i'm thinking like shadow kate you know like when she has like a similar power to lord grandfather so when she does her debut i'm assuming like in the middle of the season you know they're gonna be like oh you're great yeah okay we can accept you you can like move out you know to like get out of your room and stuff like that then she's gonna accidentally show her powers and then people are just gonna be like oh my god what 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 and then they're just gonna mm. like rush her and then it's gonna be like this huge battle for supremacy to like try to move up the social ladder is to use shadow kate uh as their as their means to 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 get a better life in this mansion yeah so i can see that i'm excited uh, no no one else is able to do what Kate and uh, grandfather can do, which is use their soot to bring things to life. Mm-hmm. That's very, that's very interesting that oh. there are these special powers even amongst these shadow people. I wonder if that's how Lord Grandfather makes the dolls to begin with. They're all just full of soot. Yeah, that I, I think that's pretty much the implication here. Right? That like, they all originate from like his grace of just bringing these dolls to life. Like, well, we don't know if Lord Grandfather is a shadow. He's the creator of all dolls, but we've never seen him. Oh, I don't really care if he's a shadow. I just know the fact that like, if Soot is the power to move inanimate objects, and Kate is like the only one they like, like she pretty much stated like, oh, only Lord Grandfather knows how to do that. Then. Regardless if he's a human or a shadow. Did she say that? Yeah. Yeah. She mentioned um only oh. Lord Grandfather can bring dolls to life. Yeah. And oh then, yeah, she did. And then Emilico's like all excited. Okay. Well, you can too. Yeah. And, and then it was like, oh shit. Kate was like, oh shit. I just kept thinking, like, is 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 this person a person? Like a human? Yeah. Is this a shadow? Is this God making humans out of shadows and dolls? I like. I don't think he would be a lot of God now. What ifs? Yeah, now we're like seeing the fact that like, I don't know that that the other wing yeah. in the house and the adults. I feel like there is some kind of like correlation to like this grandfather yeah, like moved up the tier list or like his family has been running the shadow mansion for 
eons and eons kind of thing so it's like it's like seeing his like own little country in this mansion alone and like there there is like this uh power dynamic uh between shadows or humans or whatever so um i think it'd be interesting to see like i'm kind of hoping like we're gonna see these dolls like do like karate now or some bullshit like just straight up fighting like pokemon it's like emilico i choose you yeah and then they just fucking just start fighting i know that's not gonna happen but that'll be cool hey you know you never know i don't know slice of life supernatural <laughs> like it just doesn't scream uh like it's gonna be an action in any way shape or form the much action we're gonna get is emilico just throwing a fucking vase at a spider <laughs> so yeah <laughs> okay um That'll do it for Shadow's House, and we'll move on to our eighth place for this week, and that was Joron. So, uh, this is Joron, the Prince of Snow and Blood. Uh, Another fluctuated vote. We have 10th place from Kai, 4th place from me, 10th place from Peter, and 6th place from Plinchy. Uh, I'll throw it over to Kai first for uh, low point 10th place. Uh, you can start off. What do you think of this episode? Like, so far, the plot has been overly confusing, in my opinion. I, I get that. <laughs> like, it's overly confusing, and the progression kind of seems slow. Like, um, we get, like, the, the, like, from, like, the second episode or something, we knew the relationship between the little girl and the main character and i feel like we're still stuck on that i know it's like kind of dumb like, like we we get it like you know they whole have they have a whole grudge against each other but they're still bitter battering about it like we're about four episodes in now like do something right and then meanwhile there's the the the, the gender ambiguous looking chick <laughs> Makoto. Makoto. Yeah. yeah. Who I don't even know what he's playing. Like, is he good? Is he bad? And like, no one actually knows if he's good or bad. And so, like, since like I can't get the context clues from like the other characters, I'm just like, what is he doing this whole time? Like, especially when the part where he's like, the little girl's like surrounded by the snake, and that whole bit was just like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was like they made you think one way, and they're like, haha, psych, this is the plot twist. And then suddenly it's like, no, we lied to you again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another plot <laughs> oh, <okay>. twist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I would have put it 10 places too, honestly. But they're, I'm just like, because of what they did this episode, I'm hoping that the other episodes in the future uh, no more Asahi bullshit. Like, I don't care about the girl anymore. <laughs> you, like, now what? what? Joran, not Joran. Fucking Janome is dead. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Janome, well, yeah. Her name's not Yuki, it's Sawa, or it was Sawa. Uh, Yuki Murasawa. But yeah. That's her full name. Yeah. Oh, God. That's confusing. Sawa is okay. her first name. Yeah. Yeah, no, she has like two names. But you just call her, her Yuki. Her name, yeah. present day is. I swear, she's Yuki. like, my name's not Yuki. I'm like, okay, your name's not Yuki. And then her name's Yuki. So <laughs> I'm confused. But anyway, Janome's dead. What are they? And then she rescued Asahi. I'm like, I really want to see what happens next. But at the same time, 
I watched the ending sequence and Asahi's there and now I'm like oh man Asahi's a main character isn't she <laughs> like I don't want to see more of her I really don't I was surprised that uh the researcher died this up uh is that yeah sorry, what was his name Janome Janome gosh they, or yeah, they introduced him like last episode and then they immediately I know, killed and him then this he's episode dead. like real fast dead. He's dead like, you think he's actually dead because he looks dead but it's oh you guys split in half <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. Be normally I'd be like that's pretty sus- like suspicious that he died so fast but also like he got bisected and then i was yeah. even like hey make sure you light that fucker on fire to make sure he's definitely dead but then the whole room was on fire so i was like okay okay i guess he is dead we're good yeah he okay fine he's dead i so, guess now yeah that was pretty much yukimura's main conflict wasn't it the man who mm-hmm. slaughtered her village to do research on her blood uh she killed him he's dead fourth episode so i don't know where they right. go from here yeah and she had a closure too right like her brother was yeah being yeah she she had peace time. with her brother too that she got saved her brother the one family member that you know when she thought she was powerless and helpless and she couldn't save any of her family members and now she finds out her brother was just being tortured and uh, kept alive this whole time and she got to lay him to rest so yeah this the conflict that we've been building up so far just all of a sudden just got Done. resolved yeah as it makes you think like Janome isn't like the true the only one mastermind yeah like he's just a cog yeah. in someone else's bigger plot plot or plan so I think that's why I gave it 10 plays just because, you know, as you guys are saying, we spent all the episodes, the trailers, thinking about Janome as the evil guy and for them just to sew it all up, like, it just doesn't, I don't know, it's it's like bittersweet. Like, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth yeah. kind of thing. It's just it like, does, yeah. like, I don't know who this guy is. You build him up, you build him up. You can tell Yuki is like angry about this guy. But then the first two episodes is kind of just bullshit, just like random other shit that had nothing to do with Janome or even trying to find Janome. And then we see him like at the very end of episode three, and then he dies in episode four. <laughs> it's just kind of like the buildup was so lackluster. It's kind of like, oh, I'm going up this roller coaster. And then you feel like you're at the top and then you go down and then you realize you only went up two feet of this roller coaster at the top. And then you just, that's just like a nice little dip and then it's done. And it felt like it's forever to get to that yeah. top so it almost feels like this could have been easily the last three episodes of the season and we could have got everything mm-hmm. before yeah. yeah like her training with that guy like who who the fuck is that guy uh that like took her in her training or like getting into the society or going on missions with blondie and androgynous woman <laughs> you know or like yeah in order to for us to actually feel anything when we see that she the the androgynous i forget makoto Makoto and and elena makoto Mm -hmm. her like betraying and then double betraying that would have had a better resolution and feeling if we felt anything for that or like had a preconceived idea but from the get-go we're like oh this this person's trouble <laughs> like he's this person's telling asahi to kill yuki like that's that's us you know watch out for this person i don't but. even give a fuck that she lost her arm 
I was like, yeah, great, like, cool. No, literally, get the no fuck feeling. out of here! Like, you just stop wasting <laughs> my goddamn time. Like, and I just don't understand. Yeah, the pacing was definitely off this episode. As we talk about it, I gave it fourth place. That was actually way too generous. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm looking at mine. I'm like, this should have been tenth place. The action. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, wait, like wait, maybe wait. eighth place. So why? What is? Why is it fourth place? I, I need okay. to know. Okay, now <laughs> I need the to reason know. <laughs> why I gave it fourth place was. I really liked the fighting for this episode. Yeah. Uh, I liked the yeah, monster versus so monster good. combat. And I liked that it was a sentient human fighting uh, or a sentient human controlled monster, which is kind of what that's the kind of fights I wanted from this show. And uh, the mm-hmm. fact that the dude was literally just a Rochimaru fighting mm. uh, Yukimura. I like that. I like the, the, yeah, it's, that fight. It's um, what we've been asking for the past couple of weeks. It's just like this, like, yeah fusion of monster and human together even though it wasn't all the way it was close enough to where like okay there could be more yeah. yeah and now the the time frame like how we mentioned was off like this could have been the final episode of the series but uh, uh despite it being just wildly out of place for episode four i still like the resolution to yukimura's story saving Mm -hmm. asahi saving her brother or laying her brother to rest uh wrapping up her her entire conflict that's been set up the last few episodes um and i don't again like i don't understand makoto's point of view i feel like makoto is just set up as like this this character you're never supposed to understand but she's a woman with many secrets yeah she is the rest of the season is the other the other character's point of view like why did makoto do what i she like did? that then, for next episode to see makoto's point of view of what why she did uh, everything she did but i do I like the setup she that. she had at the end of the episode which was uh she took one of the blood samples with her yeah so yeah, that tells I me that she's probably. there's maybe another party that she's right. working for so that's what i'm <laughs> thinking is like this, this is just like a small brain moment right here, a smooth brain moment. But she joins like Yuki's gang, right? To like get closer because she knows that Yuki has the blue blood. So she knows she'll somehow find a way to Janome. But then, uh, and then she gets to Janome and then Marcus is like, shit, but I want to get the blue blood, but I can't steal it from him because he's literally like, they're right there sucking the blood off of the brother. So I got to find a way. So then she gets Yuki over there by pretending to betray her and blah 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 but then like she betrays Janome by stealing the blood to get to the big boss that uh, <laughs> that hates Janome and the rest of them and he he wants the blue blood but in actuality Makoto is actually a cousin of Yuki and she just wanted to bring Yuki closer to the big boss that truly was the one that destroyed everyone in the village to help her kill the big boss I think if Makoto was somehow related <laughs> to Yuki, I would just be like, I'm not watching this anime anymore. Like, why would they do that? The only person who has I, any clue what's going on is Makoto, and unfortunately, Makoto only has one arm, is like MIA. <laughs> so that's the sad situation that we're left in. And I just wish we had more answers. I feel like something something's cool is go, can go on with like I, I love double agents. I love um the intrigue of playing both sides and 
having to uh, put on a face and, and backstab people that have come to trust you. The problem with Koto is that nobody trusts her, including the viewers. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I how is she watch... getting away with this repeatedly? <laughs> I want to watch the person that's on the the promotion art. I want to see her. I want to see her story. But we just finished her story in three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, uh, uncharted territory next episode because I have no idea what's gonna happen yeah. from here. There's I'm not no breadcrumbs to go off of. I don't have that feeling of I want to see the next episode like some of these other animes do. Man, I hope it gets better. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I hope so too. Uh, so we'll uh, finish up with Joran there. Next up for seventh place, we have. Oh God, we have. Full dive, the ultimate next-gen full dive RPG is even shittier than real life. All right, now in uh, Japanese. Let me look that up. There it is. Full dive RPG. Get the fuck out of my face, Miami list. Full dive RPG. It's like a tongue twister at this point. And now it's just normal Japanese. <laughs> but it's a tongue normal. twister for you, though. <laughs> yeah. But to our ears, it's like... Uh... <laughs> Too many syllables. Right. So, uh, this one we have 6th place from Kai, 5th place from me, 6th place from Peter, 8th place from Plinchy. Um, yeah, I'm going to throw it over to uh, Peter to start off first for this one. Uh, what do you think of this episode for full dive we we get introduced to another another character who was her uh nisa risa and yeah boob strap yeah boob strap girl strap girl so like now we're starting to see like the like the cast really starting to come in and we're gonna probably see like how things can shake up and what relationships are so i think it's a good building episode but for the most part I like it's hard to really like try to put it like anywhere above the top half of the board like that one in combatants I was like comparing the two of them and going back and forth like at this point which one is the funnier one of the two or which one is like mm-hmm. I kind of o- like okay with the jokes and uh, I think like uh, yeah I-, I voted full dive above uh, above combatants so I just like that yeah, was a little bit funnier you know like the situations he was in the dominatrix that he uh, accidentally roped himself into like i could see that a mile away um but uh they did it and you know the tropes are are there uh but i need more um what's her face uh riona like she she's the shit shit stir like there's this huge pot of shit and she's the one that stirs this pot and uh i was i felt like that was kind of lacking in this episode like she she's mm-hmm. pretty much the one that really brings in the punchlines, and it was just hero in like almost the entire episode uh by yeah. himself so um yeah i kind of i kind of need that tag team duo to like play off of each other to really make me want to push uh uh the vote to be higher for for the show uh, yeah i agree it's funny as um it is to watch hero just like stumble about this game and just be constantly just dumbfounded by how awful all the game mechanics are and how absurd all the the characters surrounding him are uh 
definitely the most shining moments was as soon as Riona rejoined the game. Like they even like had the excuse like, Riona, where the hell were you? She was like, oh, um, <laughs> what, what was she doing? She was watching she, a movie. She was watching a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> and then she couldn't miss uh, it. Yeah. So then she finally rejoined, and uh, that was when I feel like the the comedy re came to life. That she just was like forcing Hero to like she was explaining why the game mechanics are the way they are, but her explanations don't comfort him. They just make it like more <laughs> unacceptable that the game is this way. Uh, I liked um, that Hero is. They gave an explanation for why. Um, uh, oh God, I forget the troll guy's name, um, but why he talks to imaginary people that aren't there he's talking to Genji. his childhood yeah, friend Genji. and his the childhood love interest that he I murdered killed. so that's a <laughs> game mechanic that they will haunt you if you kill them so yeah it just the, this game is just like insanity yeah and the fact that like he couldn't log out when he got into that jail cell so like if the yeah, event didn't happen, event. he would have been stuck in that jail cell for who knows how long and he can never log out. I don't even know like what the correlation is between game time and, and real time, but real I'm time. assuming it's almost <laughs> one to one. Yeah, yeah so, it's probably one for one. Fucking like, stupid. He's going to have to drop off high school. Your sentence. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, <laughs> crazy. if that's the case and that truly would happen and like, so when when hero got the new title right on his on his little thing and riona's like wow i never seen that title before that like 10 years and we finally get a new title i'm like yo so did genji just fucking sit in the jail cell for so many years because that event never happened for him to get that title because he killed no both? that's what uh hero said he made he made an aside of something like do you just sit in jail like for a really yeah. long time yeah. I swear he said something like that he's like oh whatever fuck it oh, I like this town yeah. he's like what the fuck is wrong with it you it blows my mind yeah he sat in the jail cell for how many years yeah for like it was like a 12 year sentence and he's already out by like year like 8 or 9 for parole so it was like Jesus Christ yeah. dude you just sat there the entire time doing what <laughs> sat in prison yeah what 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 are you in real life how are you still alive just sitting there for like eight nine years which i assume is an overdue <laughs> apartment so rent. many questions <laughs> that's why he has gout oh, oh yeah keep bringing uh, that muscle up. deteriorration uh, sitting in prison uh i hate that guy <laughs> we're finally seeing kirito next week though are we i think so yeah I think I think the the title was like uh, the <laughs> only player that has been the game or something like that. Yeah. Oh. So oh, we should be seeing him uh, next week. So we'll see how it goes. Is it gonna be a Spy Kids three where he just dies? <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I'm the guy. Oh no! Can we not? Um... <laughs> That's my prediction. <laughs> He's Come gonna on. die. Iconic. Okay, got it. I shall Damn, put that on the board God. for you. I won't be a quick one. With this anime, I feel like that's not out of the question. Oh, yeah. I hate that. That actually seems pretty Viable. likely. But it, it also feels like Hero is the only one that ha is having a bad time. No, I think that... Okay, well, of the people well, who Genji, are left... I'm <laughs> sure, I think everyone mm. else with common sense has left the game mm. at this point. 
That's true. Um, I did have yeah, this thought, like, um, oh, if Hero dies, does he just, like, restart from his last save? Because maybe he could, like, redo some of these awful decisions. Or, like, what happens it's to him? It's too late to unkill Martin, though. Dude, yeah, Martin no, time, that, that's dude. out of the question already. There's got to be some event that just forces him to, like, restart somewhere, like, at a church, like... Some characters like, oh my god, I decided to revive you because I noticed you were dead. And then they look at him they're like, wait a minute. Are you the one that fucking killed your best friend? You're restarting your sentence plus extra. Yeah, that's what you get for breaking out of jail, you fuck. So yeah, it's going to be one <laughs> of those things of where here? he'll get revived somehow and then he'll somehow still get caught up in, in everything that he, he's yeah. done. So. I mean, it's pretty clear from the tone of how things have been going that there's no escape. And there's no exploit that will save you. Pretty much. Um, I just want to confirm real quick, uh, Plinchy. So you're pretty much saying uh, Kamui right here. Uh, he's going to die yeah, in episode hero. four. Yeah. Kamui Soritro. The only in player that has. Four? Yeah, we're in episode three right now. So you're saying next episode, basically, he will die. By the time this episode comes out, that episode would have already come out. So. Well, like we're gonna like put that prediction board up and then you're just gonna look like an idiot okay, if sure, he doesn't yeah. die <laughs> losses don't mean anything right it's just the wins that we want uh, like it. Uh, yeah sure well, now, 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 <laughs> we'll now that idea is on the table <laughs> <laughs> alright here comes my mountain of predictions oh uh, well in that case I shouldn't have I should have no fear making dumb predictions then because then I have nothing to That's lose. Like what, what? What? Like what do I have to lose if I make a wrong prediction? I know. That's why I asked if you guys wanted. Do to you want to? Do you want to put a wrong prediction? Like uh, penalty? Punish, penal, penalty? Punishment? Well, then it would just be who can get the least negatives then. Or the the person that has the most negatives has to do uh, at the end. The. Well, then I'm just not going to be making predictions, and I'll just end up with zero. And then I'll win by default. <laughs> That's the argument he made a couple of weeks no, ago but when if we you, were talking about this. if you do this. zero, and then if every, like, me, Peter, and Plinchy has one prediction correct, that would make you zero correct and making you the but loser. none of you guys are going to get any right. <laughs> all right now Is we got four prediction predictions lens? on the board so i'm in for a prediction <laughs> no one's all right, put, put, put the odd taxi fucking animals then that's mine yeah that, okay so you want that back one. on okay uh that odd taxi everyone is a human except for otakawa or uh otakawa sees everyone as an animal but they're truly humans right yeah yeah as animals, but they in terms are. of punishment in Japan for like a class trip, we play. Uh, I think it was a uh, rich man, poor man, the Japanese version of it, of the card game, right? And uh, then okay. basically the poor man no, for the next round has to put like you know like tube horseradish. You have to put it like right above your lip and or your nose for the next entire game. 
<laughs> and that's oh, like the shit. Japanese way of doing like, you know, you got you a class trip, you're going to play some card games, you got to bring the hot mustard with you so you can put you can play that shit. Wait, wait a minute. So when they're going like on a class trip, does every boy in their bag have a, like a tube of hot mustard? But that's what my that that was my Kohai told me. That's like, oh, yeah. yo, that's what we mm. do in Japan. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you Japanese people are fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Holy but shit. man, that shit burns, dude. Like having just hot radish well, mustard that, right yeah. here. Yeah, it fucking hurts on my lips. Of course, it's gonna hurt on my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we could do that. Off. You know, the last person who has the worst predictions, entire podcast, or like, oh my god, <laughs> maybe until a certain segment of the podcast. <laughs> How about until the next podcast next week? <laughs> <laughs> just a whole oh week of a hot mustard stash. I was stash. thinking you could be the next person to do like the bet challenge thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm down for whatever. So I'm gonna make predictions regardless. That, if I'm gonna win. That or punishment lose. could be horseradish if Kai wants. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit. I'm just sharing my life experiences. You don't need to do that. Eat a whole durian. That's. Not too bad. I I haven't eaten a whole durian, not that but, bad. but eating durian is not that bad. It's just game past I say the that, smell. But I'm actually allerged to durian, but it's oh, pretty shit. tasty. All right, well, it just stinks up the whole house. How did you find out you're allergic to durian? How do I know? Yeah, I've had it before. My grandma's brought it. And I tasted it. It was like, oh, it's really stinky. Haha, <laughs> eat it. And I tasted it. it was actually like really bad. But then like, it got, it's like a really big mouthful. And grandma's like, so I could I'll taste stop it. being overreactor. Like, yeah, eat more. And I'm like, okay. Like your tongue just... Oh, it's not like a serious allergy. Up. It's like throat itchy. Um, sometimes my lips get bumpy. Because I'm allergic yeah. to a lot of like fruit and vegetables that are mm. fresh. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, we don't, we don't need you to die for allergies. content. We're, we're, They're okay. minor allergies. It's fine. Dude, it's for the YouTube we'll content, die. dude. You got, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. YouTube you content is before you got just 60 pizza rolls, man. I'm going to try to eat that as fast as I can, too. Please don't die. I'm probably going to die. But for that what one extra What are we talking view. about again? Full dive? What? <laughs> back to the matter at hand Uh, anything else for full dive before we move on Uh, Alicia's eye patch Uh, I almost cried laughing oh yeah I love that that she's just like my punished, she's punished snake now i I feel like every time like she gets close to hero and then like somehow she'll get injured in some way shape or form Wait. and then the next episode you just see her like for one scene what 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 you just described another character that i really really love it's nidai from golden kamui oh <laughs> the dude who every time he fights um sugimoto oh. he gets maimed in some way and yep. then he's slowly becoming just this this amputee monstrosity <laughs> Yeah, and like, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing for for Alicia. Just like every yeah, time she'll come guys, back, she'll have like a he new cut off. Yep, you guys leg cut off. Yep, yep, he got yep. His arm blown off, and yeah. he just keeps coming back for more. Yeah, because uh, yeah, this yeah. girl's crazy. So like, yeah, the eye patch is just the tip of the iceberg uh, for what 
I can't even imagine what her final look would be at the end of the season because it's going to be f- like disgusting. But she's never going to die because that then it will take away that punchline right there. So <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to keep being like comical things that happen to her. Like maybe um, uh, like heroes running away from her and then he slams the door and she's like trying to stab him with a, a sword, but it closes the door in her hand. Next time we see her, she has a hook for her hand. Yeah. Something like that. Like, yep. Or then like she's chasing Hero and Hero like, throws something at her and hits her in the face and she loses her two front teeth. <laughs> she's yeah. still chasing him. Just yeah. like slowly maiming her. Yeah. A rock somewhere falls in her head and now she just has a big dent on top of her head. Stuff like that. <laughs> oh my god. Just more deformed <laughs> little by little but she's still that crazy bitch that we you know that we love. So. Or she becomes another ghost that haunts him can't take away that punchline I, I i feel like they're gonna keep her alive just because yeah. it's funny every time yeah like, that's true hero's just it trying is. to like do a quest and then out of nowhere you just see like a tiny little speck on a mountain you just see like dust coming up and like running down the mountain and he was like huh it's I'm like sensing a something tornado over there or something and then at the end of the episode you she just jumps out of the bushes no, and tries to stab be, I can't save for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, exactly. That's a good one. I mean, calm down. And a- he just sees like crows like flying off in the distance out of the forest. Like, uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. And then she just comes and stabs him. Okay. So that'll do it for full dive. We'll be moving on to our sixth place for this week. Combatants will be dispatched. Uh, this week we got third place from Kai. Third place from me as well. Seventh place from Peter and tenth place from Plinchy. Um, we'll start off with a low point for this one. So, Plinchy, what'd you think of this episode for um, Combatants? I liked it. I laughed a lot. And I even told you, Lance, while we were watching it, uh, that I really enjoyed it. But I gave it tenth place because I don't feel like this competes with any of the other animes that we're watching worse than the world ends with you no that one too doesn't compete too (laughs) 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 i i would watch this anime over the world ends with you anime like i'm really excited to watch it and it's really funny every time i watch it i get really like the reason why i like konosuba so much is because it has a lot of D D vibes and this one, this one was like really cemented how useless um, snow is. Like, oh <laughs> shit! It's Aqua. Yeah, you thought maybe oh, she wow. wouldn't be, but she is. Yeah, she is. Oh yeah, she it's just like is. high strength, low intelligence, low wisdom character. Well, I don't, I don't just know like, if she's even high strength. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I don't know. She's very. What does she do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, I, I, I like think that of ending. The... I don't really know what's yeah. going well, on. That's the. Like... I mean, that's the that's the joy of it, right? Like you just find out how more useless all these characters are. Like mm-hmm. Grim, Grim got absolutely yeah. lucky with her curse because it like works what like yeah thirty percent of the it's time, a hundred percent of the time, or some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So like in so, like the fact like that it really, worked i was like that's bullshit that never happens it's a really botched up D party and i love it. it's very endearing i really like rose uh the more i see rose i'm like oh i love her so much 
She's like their child that Rose has a lot of charm. Yeah. Bit that fucking griffin like uh, it was nothing, dude. You just look up in the sky, just like uh-huh. oh, it just bit into the neck. And I was like, holy I'm shit. I'm gonna go eat the griffin, okay? I'll yeah. be back. Bye. Like, cool. <laughs> great. I like that she's actually useful, surprisingly. She actually has her use. And also yeah. she seems to have like good relationships with everybody. Like I think Agent Six actually cares for her. Yeah. As much as you know, well, we see sh- her as like an asset. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They also they're like good people. They care about her well being. But Alice is like, yo, this this thing could be really useful. <laughs> yeah, for, for the, the Kisaraki, Kisaraki Corporation. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, and there's but- a, the intermission scene where Alice is like trying to feed Rose the C four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you guys yeah. That? that was. She's funny. got like the C four. She's like. Huh? Oh my god! Yeah, try eat this. We <laughs> yeah. stronger. That's why it's like as much as like we shouldn't compare it to like Konosuba. I mean, Rose is pretty much the Megamine of the group, where she's good for that one shot. She's good for like one thing, and then you know uses for everything else. So I feel like Rose is only gonna be good for fighting monsters that she wants to eat, and then like everything else, she just doesn't care for, or she'll just sit there and just yeah. like you it's know. the conditional restriction, and then you have yeah. The intelligence restriction on Aqua <laughs> template, yeah. and then Grim's just Yo, dead. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever on... the fuck you want to call Grim, just <laughs> Grim. Like the... Oh God, Grim is just she's definitely the worst. Well, I don't know. Snow is God. Snow no, Snow's the worst. They're, like, fight, they're fighting so hard for first place in the shit category. Yeah. They're so bad. She fucking pulled a student yeah. loan for that sword, and then she fucking got it like burnt oh, yeah. in half. Is like, oh my fucking god. Yeah, so three she years worth money on top of everything else. Yeah. So Graham shows up asleep. She's asleep for most. I think of she it. was she wakes dead. Up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, okay. She's not asleep. So she's dead. But then she like wakes up. She's like, like coma. Ouch. Yeah. I'm awake. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking wild with her. Well, I'll throw it over to Kind next. So, um, me and you, we actually gave this third place for this week. Uh, what'd you think of this episode? So high. Like, in my opinion, it was like a last week's episode, but better. Like, last week's episode, we, fa- we started to see, you know, how these people are going to come together. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we this week we saw them come together and not do anything together spectacularly. You know, <laughs> like yeah. that's literally the plot <laughs> of like these animes. You know, we're like, you know, the gang's all back together. Everything's gonna not go well, and like it's exactly how it is. You know, everyone just goes on their own way. Everyone doing their own dumb thing. But like for me, I think the the best part is like how they confront the Heine or whatever and how they yeah. steal her like her magical like source of power oh yeah that was great and then it's just scumbag shit after that you know it's just <laughs> yeah and, and a, the fact that like true. Heine is just so weak after that that she's like there's nothing she can do it's like oh well I guess I'm defeated now yeah like mm-hmm. classic that's the formula yeah it's, they, they follow the formula and it's like good I love it yeah like fuck around like for an a, entire battle and then accidentally beat the demon lord or elite four and then now it's they're your bitch for the rest of your, for the rest of their lives so <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah it's very like konosuba konosuba like, did uh, the same the, thing the, the, the elite four is a uh, uh, dulahan was yeah. the same way yeah he's so powerful yeah. and then um you exploit his weakness and he's just ahead yeah so yeah this there's always like a silly way to beat these guys and like 
everyone that's like, I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to be professional about it. I'm going to defeat them, you know, using strength and willpower and, and courage. And then you just see these guys accidentally knocking off the, the little jewel. And now they're taking like hot, sexy pictures of her and making her like uh, succumb to uh, his will. It's like, like classic. It's, it's, a, it's a formula that's tried and true. And, you know, if it's not Very broken. D&D. Yeah, don't fix it. I love it. But 10th place. 10th place. It's just, it's you know, jarring. Uh, I get what you're it's saying. It's not Moriarty, you know, it's yeah. not a uh, high, uh, you know, even like full dive is better House. because. Sorry? You're saying this was worse than Shadow House. It's not worse. It's but more like, like <laughs> I like them all, but when you like compare like a cheesecake <laughs> to like mm. a chocolate cake i don't cheesecake. you know I, I don't really have an opinion on those two things but with this one it's it's difficult because i like it oh a chocolate cake but when i have to cheesecake. put them together the i would put combatants in like a different category altogether like it would be top tier in like its own i don't know a different pool of animes its own genre yeah i don't know that's tough it's still really good. <laughs> i really enjoy it like if if this was in the pool like if we took um, combatants full dive and put uh like the dragon one and the the slime witch one and then like the mug one i think that would be a lot easier to <laughs> let, me, let me choose like, literally. the most mediocre and below average animes and to play in this pool competition this would but, actually be a competitor but does that mean it's bad like no it's still good it's just not as good as I, like tokyo revengers like it's like a completely different uh, so if I, I I better I better not see like you vote this like above a <laughs> fifth place then because apparently you're saying it'll never be the cheesecake it's always gonna be a chocolate cake or something <laughs> real rich coming from you Mister I don't know where I was going real rich I'm look I'm thinking like I can't make that promise because it really just depends on how I'm feeling that day watching the anime Cabanas uh, like, is what? very yeah ebb and flow like some episodes mm-hmm. really can compete with others and then certain episodes just kind of like it's a good episode but like not truly a lot happened where like shadow's house like like something actually happened where like the past couple episodes has been yeah. nothing so it really depends on the the context of all the other animes and what's going on and how disappointing everything else is to me <laughs> or how really epic everything else is to me because they're all really great there are things that I'm like, oh, that could have been better. And then there are things where like, wow, that's that was really good. Like maybe one of the better episodes. I don't know. It's always always something. For me, uh, combatants, uh, not just on an episode to episode basis. I feel like during the episode, there's like ebb and flow of like how I like this episode. Uh, yeah. there are high points and like really charming points too and really funny moments and then they're just like dragging a Boring. joke through the dirt until there's nothing left of it and I'm talking yeah. like the the sexy photo shoot I was just like okay how much time are we gonna establish yes we know agent six is a big pervert like 
Well, that's yeah, like I guess for some people that's like the golden like this is what we want from Matrix yeah. Six, but I don't want that from him. I want to see him do like evil things. Uh, I mean, but, you know, for the right reasons, not uh, just I'm being a pervert and waste everyone's time. I don't know. Like it's <laughs> it's 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 the it's the formula. It's the Konosuba formula. Like for me, like Konosuba, as funny as it is, they they have so much downtime on those episodes, like very boring parts. That's like. I'm like sitting and waiting and waiting for like any like joke or punchline to come in. And then when it does, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy. That was funny. And I think about that joke while I wait for the next joke for like the next five, 10 minutes while they do boring stuff. So I don't know. It's, it's following the formula and I, you know, it's, it is how it is. Well, I did rank this pretty high because, um, okay, as much as I honestly despise snow, uh I, I like what they tried to do with her character this episode which was um like strengthen her relationship with agent six and i think they had like some really like, like nice moments yeah uh, until the end buying the characters <laughs> uh yeah. and then there was like the old man who was just like okay the entire anyone else think like the entire time the old man was talking to snow like trying to convince her to like turn against agent six the entire time she was like he was like turn against him turn against him and she was like no 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 and in the end it was okay i am gonna spy on him though <laughs> like <laughs> she like it, yeah that, that was just really weird that she was just like really has the whole time and then in the end she still did it well even if she was doing it she was still like on her way to agent six she was like i guess i yeah, won't I be a knight thinking- anytime soon or royal knight i guess i'll just have to just chill and continue working towards that and not get the the free pass so maybe she just wanted to take his money towards him like sooner or later he was gonna have to get money right they just defeated the demon lord or uh, at least four so i mean plot it was just a you know plot just gotta mm-hmm. get her to hear agent six being you know who he is yeah i'm not particularly worried about it either because I mean, we all know that no, we're going to smooth it over in like the first five minutes yeah, of the gonna, next episode. We're going to smooth it right over <laughs> and just carry on. Yep. Okay. Uh, so we are at the halfway point for our podcast um, that will be moving us into our Q&A segment. This is the Weeb Power Minute uh, Q&A segment where we answer questions from you, the viewers, if we had any questions. So as usual, we'll be going over to the random question generator. Wait, we do have a question, actually. We do. We have one from. Uh, it's in general. It's in general. Uh, favorite non-anime show that more people should watch. Got that from our friend uh, Chicken Butt, aka Roy. Roy. <laughs> Your favorite non-anime show that more people should watch. Look at how we had this question before. I feel like we did too. I think we did. Maybe um, one of the earlier episodes. Because I remember um, saying Witcher. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's the only sh- uh, like TV show I've watched in the past like two years. I watched a few game shows lately. Um, in particular, um, uh, The Circle. Uh, I think that's a Netflix uh game show but um that one is where a bunch of uh 
young adults or actually not even young adults honestly it's like all ages a bunch of people are locked in a hotel they each get their own separate room and they're not allowed to leave the hotel room oh i remember you talking about this yeah each other um the only way that they can uh, communicate with each other the other contestants is through uh, a message chat so they mm-hmm. can uh, private message each other and the the objective of the game is to be the last one standing in the hotel room because every round they vote the least popular person out so they have to convince the other people without seeing each other that uh, to keep them in uh, and basically uh, the only weapons they have is they set up a social media profile so they have their they pick a photo, they pick a description for themselves, uh, their gender, uh, sexuality, um, whatever, uh, their hometown, for example, and they use that information to um, sway people. And you can do, uh, it actually gets surprisingly deep in the strategy department because you can also fake your profile, make yourself like a supermodel uh, and mm. pretend masquerade as like a different gender to like uh, win people over. So there's a lot of mind games going on and a lot of like uh, uh, distrust amongst them trying to figure out like who's trying to play me and just trying to buy my trust and who's actually being genuine and someone I, I wouldn't mind taking me to like the final like three or four people for the game show. Uh, I, I didn't really expect it to be such a deep and like full of intrigue show, but it's actually like a really good, a good like... um almost like a social experiment to show like what people care about uh, as far as like appearances. So yeah, the circle, it's very good. I think I would do good in that show. I, would, I, you, uh, would you play yourself, Peter? Or would you uh, try no. to make up a oh, I'm absolute liar. identity? Yeah. <laughs> There's I'm one dude liar. in this current season that is a guy and he's pretending to be his hot female friend. Yep. And uh, he's doing surprisingly well. <laughs> But he has to pretend to be a girl the whole time. Yeah. So the social media profile is that for everyone to view, right? Yeah, so everyone so, gets to see um, it. So yeah, yeah. So they have a social media profile, and then they have their message chat that they can communicate with yeah, each other. Yeah. With. Yeah. So my social media profile will be a female, and then for uh, the male, if they're lying to me, I, I wouldn't know. But obviously, like whoever think it's a male, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm a female, so that my profile is correct. And then for all the females, I'll pretend to be males. And be like, oh yeah, no, I was lying on my profile to try to trick uh, more people into thinking I'm this, but I'm actually this. But I letting you know that like I'm actually different, so you can trust me on that. So I gain the trust of people, and then I also try to fuck over some other people. I'm just gonna be lying literally nonstop. It's gonna get to the point where I have to like get like a in my room. I'm just gonna have this gigantic whiteboard and I'm just gonna have all the cheat sheets of all my lies. <laughs> and then like the strings That's are going all do. over the place. Yeah, just because I'm like, people I gotta keep like up with a, all a my big lies. Whiteboard behind them so they can remember their yeah. lies so yeah. they can always like stay in character. I'm gonna have like four whiteboards just like all around me, like just like like computer screens all over me. I'm just like, all right, what? who's this? Is this Sharon? All right. I said Sharon this. All right. Katie's a fucking bitch, but I'll, I'll fucking like keep her around for a while. Yeah, I'll be way too into it. I'll probably forget my myself at the end of the at the game. I'll, just, I'll come out and they'll be like, oh, you won, Peter. And I'm like, who's Peter? Who's I don't Peter? I know who that is. Peter? <laughs> <laughs> who's that? Anyone else have a, a non-anime TV show that they would recommend? 
Sure, I'll I'll, I'll just go with uh, the Good Place. It um it's on Hulu. I think it's on Netflix, maybe. But the whole series finished, so you can like binge all seasons. Um, simple words. It's about like what happens when you die, and then apparently you wake up in the good place, and then um, you know, you're in the good place. You're supposed to have whatever you want, and you get to ask for it. And like one of the cool things about it is that there's this person named Janet. And when you say, "Hey, Janet." She pops up and you can ask her anything. She's like, you're walking a Google that just pops up and then you can ask, hey, who won the World Series in what year? And she'll like tell you the present, the past, the future because, you know, you're dead anyways. <laughs> and like you can ask for ice cream and she'll just bring you ice cream. But anyways, it's a, it's a, it's a story about these like four, four or five people that are in this good place. It's really interesting. I heard it's really funny, right? That's the one with Kristen Bell. Yeah, as the the main one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen clips and it's pretty funny. It's it's so, great. And now that you said that, I don't know why, but I haven't watched everything. But uh, I know I think Kai's watched it all. Superstore. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's basically a retail life, a, co- a comedy show about uh, working in retail. And as as someone that has worked in the retail industry for many many years, uh, everything. As much as hyperbole is on some of those, sh- uh, some of the bits they do in that show, absolutely has happened to me in, in some way, shape, <laughs> or form in retail life. So uh, it's funny to see like Kai White like watches this. Like, is this does this really happen? I'm like, oh yeah, dude, all the fucking time. So like the the curiosity of people who haven't worked retail to see a slice of what retail life is, and for people who've done retail for so long see like their life being portrayed on a tv show uh the the writing is is spot on like everything feels exactly how it should be uh in the dynamic of a retail store uh yeah absolutely funny so great great thing to to binge six seasons just finished up a couple weeks ago uh plenty do you have a, a show that you would recommend no i don't really watch a lot of tv shows <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough like actively choose not to watch I don't really like sitting and like watching things for a really long time at least not nowadays so anime has kind of been the most that I've the exception watched yeah okay so that'll do it for first question next question um, this one is from the RQG um, when people come to you for help what do they usually want help with Tech problems. <laughs> problems. Tech problems. That would make sense. Tech All problems. Depends. That's probably the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I have a tech question, I usually go to Kai. I go to Kai too. Yeah. Every time I have questions for like, what, what tech do I need? To, uh, like, gosh, building my computer. Kai was very much with me from day one, from start to finish, uh, helping me pick out parts. Oh, that reminds me, Kai. I bought the, I bought the terabyte thing that we were talking about. Oh uh, shit! I week. thought you were gonna say you bought more raisin, chocolate covered raisins, but I think it's all empty. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm running out though. Oh it's, no, it's, it's getting Damn. there. That's a problem too. Oh my god. So it was like two weeks. Goes in too fast, but yeah, I got the the more storage, so uh, we can store more episodes in here. Eight terabytes in this baby. Nice. So. Gotta plug it in and start moving stuff in later. Nice. Uh, 
plenty with her Japanese questions to Kai Sensei. That's that's a very mm-hmm. common one I see in in our group chats very often. Sometimes it's faster than Google. It is. And probably more accurate, honestly. Yeah. But see, I tend to ask Peter about if an anime is good, should I watch? Or if he thinks it'll be a good match for me. You know, he's like the anime matchmaker, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, damn right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you damn skippy. You damn right. The, the, like, like a good chunk of this brain is just remembering all the stuff that you guys have watched and trying to figure out where your taste is and what anime or manga i think you guys will like the most so like this brain is just constantly just working like every time i read a manga i'm just like okay if this gets an anime or like uh if they want to read the manga i would try to remember and then i would try to send it to you guys or i keep a list so like roy just started watching a lot of shows recently so like now like this brain is going to overtime figuring out what he likes and dislikes and then trying to like make a, a list for him to start watching i recommended him anime when we first started living together so i made him watch a lot it's good like, yeah he's seen a lot i'm trying to i'm trying to get like his history and see like where is that and then uh see what i can recommend next i think the next one i'm going to recommend is uh uh megaloboxing the first season oh, dude, so I, that, watch that. I saw that too yeah so i, I can really, see season yeah, let's two i want to check it out yeah, if you guys want to watch it, let's watch it. Because the first season, yeah, I I like it. I'm not in love with it. There are some parts I, I'm not truly a fan of. But I think for mm. the type of show it is, where it's just like this kind of steampunk, uh, like Akira vibes. And the boxing aspect is very interesting. Uh, but sometimes it does take me out. The fact that like... So the big thing is not a big spoiler. But the big thing is like when they're boxing they have like these machines that are like attached to their back and like mm. these metal bars are attached to their arms, which is, you know, attached to their hands. So when they're punching these gears turn and then actually like uh, throws their punches into like a bigger force. So it's kind of like mechanical punching. So there's not real like them using their own power, but the main guy, uh, he's like an old school boxer. So he's not used to like using these machines to have to like punch these people. So he sometimes would have to fight without machines because one, he's poor and two, he's not used to it. But so, some of the punches these people take, I'm like, dude, you're dead. You're fucking dead. And they're like, <laughs> all right, let's go. And I'm like, you just took like a 500 pound, like force mechanical punch, like robot punch into the fucking like dome and you're good. And I was like, sometimes that takes me out of it. But for the most part, I think the concept is uh, very interesting. And I think you guys, the music, if anything, the soundtrack, you will love it. So, soundtrack is very amazing. And not quite the same feel as like Hajime uh, uh, Ippo? <sighs> no, because I think Hajime no Ippo is closer to a true sports anime where the like there's a burning passion and you get like mm-hmm. fall in love with boxing. This one is like they use boxing as like a medium to tell the story uh, better. Because it's more than just boxing. It's, it's, it's more about like this guy. But the only way he makes money is through boxing because that's mm. all he knows kind of thing. So like even though mm. boxing is the theme of it, uh, I don't think it's truly what it's truly about. Where Hajime no Ippo is like, it gets you into boxing. I want to learn boxing. 
I want to be a boxer. That's the that's the kind of sports yeah. anime. Ah, <laughs> uh, Rolling Dumpsy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like Hajime and Ippo, man. That 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 shit. Like, yeah, that gets me my blood pumping. Uh, Megalo Boxy is like cool. Some shocking moments, but I'm like, it's, I'm like cute, cool as a cucumber most of the time on that on that season. So, yeah. but yeah, whenever you guys want to watch it, because uh, I'm I'm ready to watch season two. I'm just letting it like come all out, and then I'm just gonna binge the whole season. So, aside from anime, I feel like um, uh, the next thing that I always go to Peter for is probably relationship advice, in particular how to deal with troublesome people. Because <laughs> I know for a fact that Peter has an inexhaustible experience dealing with horrible people, <laughs> like infinite. <Damn>. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, retail. You've done something for me. <laughs> so I can always like uh, know that you'll be a good soundboard or like be able to chime in some kind of advice if I come to you complaining about something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll move on. Let's get back to our top 10 ranking board. Uh, we'll be heading into number five, the top half of our wrecking board this week. We have Tokyo Revengers. For this week, Kai gave it his first place. I gave it eighth place, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Second place from Peter, and seventh place from Plinchy. Um, okay, before I go... Kai, you gave it first place. <laughs> your no, your prestigious number one slot for this week. Tell us why Tokyo Revengers deserve first place. It blows me away how there's an eighth place and seventh place on this. Like I honestly <laughs> feel like like I, before that we recorded this, I asked, is it because you guys watched episode zero or something? Because like these one episode one, two, three have been pretty good like as an anime that catches your the hook like every episode has been hooked me further and further and like the characters are like so far even though you haven't seen a lot of all the characters yet but the characters you've seen seem pretty like well-made characters unlike fucking alicia or like asian six who's just like you know, just hentai, per, like, perverted people are just, like, yandere, <laughs> like, you know, they, they actually have meaning to their characters, and I, I really like that, especially because a lot of our anime, so far, the characters don't seem like they have any meaning. <laughs> so, I really like that. Um, I don't know if this counts as a prediction, but I think we're gonna see dra the... Dra Dracon? <laughs> the, Jackon? The, yeah, the Jackon. dude with the tattoo ponytail. Dude, I think he's gonna die. He's like definitely gonzo, in my opinion. In this season or just in the future? Remember, you gotta make predictions for this season. I feel although. like it's gonna happen in this season. Okay, okay. Jackin. So is that a guarantee from you, Kai? Jackin. Oh, it's a guarantee. Dude, it's a guarantee and that's the reason why uh, Sano Manjiro is like fucked up. 
uh, Mikey. Yeah. Oh, because because oh. Sano he, he has reasons. the dragon tattoo on his neck. Oh no! Like in the last scene where Whoa. he says they have the picture of the two guys, the guys with the glasses, <gasps> oh, and Sano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has tattoo on his neck, and I'm like, and it matches dragons. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, they're like buddies. Where is he? You know, they're like yeah, they're bros. So the fact that like in the future there's not like two pictures of like hit Mikey and Draken. Yeah, yeah. With, like, uh, the other guy is dead dude <laughs> all right it's a good prediction that's a good one dragon Whoa, is going good. to die this season Kai. all right so yeah, i always that's thought it was just, you know they want to show the the leaders of the, the manjin gang but i mean it's pretty fair to say you know there's also a reason why you don't see dragon yeah the foes yeah that makes perfect yeah. sense actually yeah for you to catch oh, that tattoo man. is pretty good that pretty yeah, much gives yeah. good evidence for it so but like seeing that i like it's with the, seeing all that i was just like where is this story going like what is what is it what's hap- what's gonna happen next episode like i didn't think this was gonna happen like this episode <laughs> what's gonna happen next yeah. episode like i have no clue because the dude's just like all right i'll catch you later <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I definitely agree with Kai. The the amount of like arcs that could like come from like just the just the storyline alone is what makes it so interesting. Just seeing what part of their life they're gonna choose to like cut out from, and then seeing how that all evolves, and how all that stacks up to the very end. It's like this like uh, ever growing puzzle that just keeps building, and then like finally you're gonna see the the big picture at the end. But like when are you going to be able to see the big picture? Is it going to be during your journey or are you going to only be able to see it at the end kind of thing? And uh, I'm very interested to see uh, not just this season, but like seasons afterwards or even when I like the season's done and I just read the manga and just totally ruined myself uh, with what's going to happen. I want to see what they're going to use these arcs and what uh, plot lines they're going to use to build it on. So uh, Mikey, I think is my favorite character. This is what third third episode. How many episodes? Is there twelve or twenty four? Oh, uh, I think right now I think it's only slated for twelve. Fuck. So, but there's but there there's no confirmation. Like usually when there's no confirmation, I just assume it's twelve, twelve or thirteen. Um, but usually like midway point of the season, they'll get they'll give a an exact number uh, for most of the shows. So we'll see in a couple of weeks. Yeah, no confirmation yet. Oh, um, but yeah, but I mean what. 20, 20 plus volumes. It's got two hundred plus chapters. Like, if if it's twenty five episodes, I'm not surprised. This is like, see, like I said, the next big shonen uh, to hit the scene. I feel like it's going to be twenty four episodes, and they're going to just finish the story. Hmm. I think the sh- the manga is still ongoing. Exactly, the manga is still ongoing. They, they cut it off and they leave it. This is the end, even though it's not really the end. It really depends how popular it is. Because um. Wasn't this supposed to air? Oh, wait, was it supposed to air last season? Nope. Two seasons. It was in the right ago, time right? slot. Oh, nope. was it? Was, oh, was That's like, Fumetsu. Oh, okay. Fumetsu was the one that got delayed, but that wasn't because it was unpopular or anything. So this COVID. wasn't delayed at all. No. Interesting. That's what I'm saying. This is like the next big shonen, so I can mm-hmm. only assume if they only do have one season, it's going to be like an open ending, ending, like uh, ending, right? So it's just going to be like, oh, it's like, I think I did do damage to save uh, Hinata, but I don't know if that's going to be enough kind of thing. And then we just go sh- pan up straight up to the sky kind of thing. And then it's like, well, if you want to know if you can save her, 
read the manga read the manga baby <laughs> yeah so <clears throat> whatever whatever they solve in this arc is just gonna be because obviously we don't know the true problem yet because we just met yeah. mikey and the rest of them but once we get that problem that problem gets solved at the end of the season but that's obviously not going to solve the bigger picture which is to save uh tachibana because i mean if you solve that then this manga wouldn't be 20 plus volumes right yeah. it would just be a couple so uh that's why like i've this this is such an interesting thing where like every arc it, you can keep doing it over and over it never gets like too repetitive because you can just think of a new like section of your life that you can uh highlight in an arc and then use that so i mean they're barely middle schoolers you got a whole high school life you got college life like after college it's, right it's, it's still a couple a years it's the jojo method dude yeah basically <laughs> so it's 12 years that's a lot to like fill yeah. in so okay so i put this eighth place this week and i'm not gonna lie it was because of episode zero <laughs> which, <laughs> there it is yeah for those of you who don't know um tokyo avengers did something i've never ever seen the anime do before and uh i think cor concurrently with their first episode they released an episode zero which was pretty much a hodgepodge of episode two and the entirety of episode three bunched together into this one episode. And then after that, then they release episode two and episode three. So I already knew what happened in episode three. And I just really wanted to gig them on how stupid of an idea that was to like basically forcibly spoil your own anime for <laughs> the first like three episodes, which is I, I'm dumbfounded. I don't know why they would do that. But if I think about the episode alone, I was really like my just flabbergasm. Raw like, emotion. Me there. If yeah. I actually think of the third episode alone and listening to Kai's reasoning, that really just diffuses all my problems with it because this episode was fantastic. If I had watched it concurrently, like episode one, episode two, episode three, I think I'd be pretty happy with this episode. Um, probably would have swapped it out with Juron, fourth place and given Revengers fourth place instead. But uh yeah, Tokyo Revengers, very strange. Next episode will be past this and hopefully they can view this with mm -hmm. like <laughs> unjudging eyes. Yeah. yeah. I'll never understand that. Episode zero point five. <laughs> yeah. 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 The next six. Four through six. Yeah, the next Let's three go. episodes. Hell yeah. Why dude. why why did you guys watch episode zero? Like, I watched it was an accident. accident. No, 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 like, okay, no, I thought no, okay, it was wait, episode no, one. It's like an accident. Okay, okay, so let's put the it was an accident. Hold on, aside. before you start, what do you mean? We did the same thing. We pulled a Kai. I remember when we accidentally watched episode zero. Like, oh shit, we pulled a Kai where we just clicked on the the anime and we just started pressing play when we didn't realize, like, oh, we gotta click on the episode number two. So we can get to like the episode and watch the episode. We pulled a Kai that night and we just clicked on the anime and then started watching it and then realized, oh, this is not the right episode at the end. Because in no indication that it like told us that it was an episode zero. Yeah. It just recapped what happened in episode one and then it did all of episode two and three. But we didn't know. It was all new content. We're like, oh shit. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, this is like really fast. Like things are happening really fast. That's really cool. And then. Yeah. And then we ended the episode. Now I got to watch the episode again. <laughs> and then I looked and I was like, oh shit, I didn't click on episode two. Oh man, I did a Kai thing. 
god damn it and then we watched episode two right after <laughs> so uh i i didn't even watch episode one first the first episode of tokyo revengers i ever watched was episode zero so just imagine my confusion being like whoa this episode's pacing is horrible for a first episode they brushed over the entire prologue they brushed over um him saving the brother yep and then they jumped into like the third up ep- or what should be the third episode so i was just like this is so weird and then i watched the first episode and i, I kind of put two and two together like oh this is like a recap episode that got released first. before everything else yeah before everything else like i re- so. I remember vividly like two weeks ago when i was editing the episode lance almost started talking about episodes two and three when we were on tokyo revengers because he thought that's what that's the episode we watched but the rest of us watch episode one so lance is like oh uh oh shit you i was guys starting don't to know. figure yeah that's the exact moment i figured out like oh no one knows what timing, i know yeah <laughs> the, the timing is off and i know things i shouldn't know yet yeah i was like i could see i get when i was like listening back i was like all right i see it now i can see the exact moment he was like uh yeah definitely yep that's what happened and i'm like oh my fucking god <laughs> this guy See, the thing is, I, I, I looked it over, like, I'm looking it over right now, and I looked it, like, beforehand, too, but, like, you can't find it, like, when you look it up in Japanese, I, I can't seem to find any information on episode zero in Japanese. Like, right, if here, I look at the like- Japanese, like, episode lists and stuff, it'll tell me one, two, three, but it doesn't have zero, and I'm like why where is it i like i'm look- starting to suspect maybe this is um an american only this might have been a, a leak like um yeah somehow this this is a recap episode we can expect next or this coming week and then somehow it was made public or like maybe it was like an online english sense. only stream or something like that because no no okay well the thing is is like sometimes i like the way it was cut is weird but sometimes, especially Funimation and Crunchyroll, they like to do these like early preview releases. So like, not I think uh, there's a couple like Vivi. The first two episodes is already aired a week before like the actual airtime that was supposed to happen. So that's why we got two episodes of Vivi back to back at that beginning. So some of these shows get like early access because Funimation wants to do like, you know give you give our members like a free preview of like a new season starting or whatever kind of yeah. thing but like i don't know like i'm on gogo anime right now and yeah episode zero right there see but yeah i don't think they aired an episode zero in japan i can't find anything about it and Honestly, when i find I things about episode zero it's in english <laughs> mm, yeah well maybe it was a funimation your country real thing well, yeah, yeah. Uh, really weird choice. It might still, just an accidental leak or something. Weird choice. Yeah, yeah. not for public view. <laughs> yeah, not how it's supposed to be. Damn that episode zero ruining our weekly rankings. I don't know. I was. I'm good. <laughs> dude, Lance literally <laughs> said he put it eighth place. Dude, this could have been up there along with Fumetsu. Just saying. That's okay. We know that it, it deserves to be up there, even though I'm really confused. <laughs> okay. So we'll move on to our fourth place for this week. It's Odd Taxi. We have seventh place from Kai, second place from me, fifth place from Peter, third place from Plinchy. Um, 
I'm actually curious to know um, uh, from Plinchy uh, your thoughts on this episode because we've uh, uh, I know we have a lot of mysteries going on. I'm always interested to know what you think of like as we get mm-hmm. more information and also more mysteries. Well, the plot thickens and it it keeps thickening. Man, all these characters. Uh, the opening really tells you. I hope the extent of how many main um, players pins are see. on the board of all these characters' profiles that link everyone to whatever is happening. But mm-hmm. uh, Orokawa gets more impressive every episode. Like, I like him a lot more. I already liked him in episode one, but the more he interacts with other people, and I add, uh, would you call it character growth? Like this, th- we, I feel like we're just learning more about him. It's not really character these... growth; more like character defining. Defining, yeah. Just yeah. He's put in situations. You're like, oh wow, this is how he reacts when he pushes that button under the taxi. I was like, oh man, like Otokawa's got this baboon fooled. Yeah, like yeah. totally going talking. He's quite clever. Oh, and that whole scene with the... Is it the older brother or the younger brother? The one like, that such a small stopped thing. Yeah. yeah. It was the older brother. But, the older brother wears glasses, I think. Yeah, I know. But the mm. whole, like, suspense. They're literally in the oh, car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, was nice like, scene. Is it the older or is it the younger? And it's yeah, like, Yeah, which oh, one did shit. we get? And yeah. then it's like, of course it's the older brother. But... Yeah. Um, like... The... How to put into words. The whole cop being really convenient for the bad guy it's like at first it was like a whatever i wasn't really into it i guess it's like oh really like it has to be this while the younger brother's so stupid he's just like getting pulled along with the older brother but i think you like, can see how it's going to be used episode, in situations yeah now. that was so good the way that they did that was like yeah. the best like I see reason. Like there's always a um, like you see things. Uh, the they will show the audience things for a purpose, and it'll be used mm-hmm. later, kind of thing. And that was oh, a yeah. really good way of like doing that. I really enjoyed that. Um, they're very like I said. They're very distinct. Oh my god, that scene where um I don't know what that animal is, but the yakuza. He's got the tattoos and he's talking on the phone, and Kakihana is like replying. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, he's on the phone. <laughs> and then they do the scene again, but Kakihana is in the side. Yeah, yeah. that's But you a, hear Dobu's voice. Oh my god, that was so good. Scene, yeah. Man. That was hilarious. But I'm confused still. Oh no. There's so many different <laughs> possibilities that I just don't even try. I'm just like so entranced by everything oh, that's I think happening it's a on tip screen. Here. Uh the Yakuza looking one. It's up oh. here. A what? Oh, uh, tapir. A tapir. Tap tapir. Yeah, I think that I think that's what it's, how it's pronounced. T a p i r. It looks almost like a like a cross between like an elephant and I guess a an anteater sort of. Yeah, tapir. Tap tap. A tapir. Tapir. Yeah, they're funny fuckers. Yeah, they fucking ugly. Yeah, they're like warthogs without the. This one looks like a smooth yeah, yeah. motherfucker. Kind of, yeah. 
Oh God, that's a super hit. <laughs> that's a good thing. God this is just damn. an audio. <laughs> no one's got to see that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kai, what do you think of this episode? I I I'm still completely on board with like um Plinchy's like theory. Like for me, it was the part where in the, they're in the bar and um Odakawa, he makes the origami alpaca. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw that and I was like yeah hello? hello hello it's right there in front of you yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah uh, i was like dude that's gotta mean something like because if they were all animals kakihana would have been like oh wow you really like her like he would have teased her or teased Otokawa about making an origami of the nurse. Of the, yeah. But in Kakihana's eyes, the nurse isn't an alpaca, so, so he doesn't... comes across as like, why did you make that? Yeah, it was just, like, it was just like a animal. funny party trick yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It was just like, oh, you just made an alpaca, that's cool. So. And then there was a whole other scene of like a flashback of like an accident. I think there was a human hand. I'm it not, looks like I humans. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, just an human. arm. We thought the same so. thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know yeah, what that means. There's something weird going on, which I, I don't know. Yeah, what what could it really mean for the show? But it's just so weird that it's just a recurring thing that we're all sensing. Yeah, it's Otokawa's trauma. Trauma, or, or just he just has like some kind of medical issue. He sees so. everything as animals. <laughs> I think like mentally, yeah, just there's something that's like going on in his brain that just uh, is changing everything. So. What do you guys think about like uh, the Yamamoto, the fucking um, the manager for the oh, the girl yeah, the, band showing the up? Fox, um, yeah, at, at the, the very end, end with yeah. Polar Bear Gangster. Yeah, with and a he was scar just in his face. Yeah, yeah, and he was just like watching uh, whatever her her face is, uh, Shiho. Shiho, the yeah. cat. Yeah, that was. Uh, I don't care about for for a minute. I was like, okay, Shiho is just probably just you know stringing kakihana along you know get some money you know uh save up the money and then she can like you know i don't know go solo or something like that on her own kind of thing but the fact that like her manager comes out from like below the bank is just like oh oh no what the fuck is going on and it's a fucking yakuza ass motherfucker next to him like oh no does everyone have ties with the yakuza like what why (laughs) what what is going on in this town I just want to binge this show. Yeah. 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 I like uh, Shirokawa's Kapoara. Why does everyone know Kapoara oh. nowadays? That was <laughs> such so a funny. funny scene. Otakawa yeah. and Shirokawa just talking on the bench. And like I said, like I just love listening to Otakawa's banter because he says like, he, like such interesting lines come from him. But then Shirokawa just like busts into like Kapoara. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was really cute. They have so much character, these animals. 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 (laughs) Or maybe, maybe the real animals are humans. Oh, God. I think we got to, I think we got to move on now before we get too existential (laughs) on this, uh, on this show. So that just leaves us with our top three for this week. Uh, There's a tie actually for second place. Um, We'll start off with a Vivi for uh, our first of the, our second place ties. So this is uh, Vivi, Fluoride Eyes Song. For this week, we have second place from Kai, 
Seventh place from me, third place from <laughs> Peter, and fourth place from Plinky. Uh, the battle continues between <laughs> Lance and Kai. We are pretty much exactly dead opposite on almost <laughs> everything this week. <laughs> um, the battle continues. I mean, I'll start off. I don't really have anything bad to say about Vivi. It's just the competition for the other shows. Uh, I'm starting to like just prioritize other shows over Vivi. Um, I, I think the main reason is because of my argument from last week, which, which is that I don't care when the robots die. Do you care if Vivi dies? <laughs> if Vivi Not were to really. die? Not really. If Vivi I died, I don't think I'd be moved very hard because the argument for most often when they die, their um, the reason is because they need to complete their mission, which is usually protect humans. Uh, I don't see that's compelling character arc because um, that's something that you're programmed to do, not something that you desire from your heart. And I know that's what Vivi's main character arc is: is finding what she wants to do and what would make her truly happy not just because a programmer like put it in her ai to seek to do this she wants to know like how to do something from her heart that ais don't have but she wants to have a heart but as it stands right now when the robots die it's because a virus or something compels them to do that so it's just hard for me to get behind the action of the show that said, though, it's still a beautiful anime, and I gotta say, the opening was just awesome for this a- this episode. It was so um, it immediately starts with Vivi per- putting on performance, and she's like, "All right, so for my next song, um, well, here's here's a hit from it, it was a long time ago, but it went something like this. And it was like the opening, <laughs> the opening <laughs> exactly song for the anime. She sang the opening for the anime, and it was I know, so was badass." Great. And, and the opening is beautiful too. I say it every this anime is a masterpiece, honestly. Like the, mm, the way they do everything, the music, they they're playing around with the the medium really well. And, and you can job. tell she's a lot more human than every episode. Yeah, she feels more human mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. episode too. So she's getting to where she wants to be. Mm. And I and I like how she always finds like her sisters the ones that are made after her so it's kind of like she can compare like a good comparison so she meets like another oh, one yeah. the wife or the one that got married to a human so she can you can see the comparisons of where how far humanity has gone with these ais compared to how she's just been slowly trudging mm-hmm. along throughout these yeah. years first and now because she's the first is. one she's outdated model but for some reason she still stays right and she's still uh trucking along trying to become what they're creating and like she's always going to be behind but just seeing her just getting closer and closer uh to her ideal is uh is very interesting to see every time we uh jump back and forth i wrote in my notes that the welcome sign was hella eerie like i know the robots are trying but man that welcome sign and how the paint was just dripping man (laughs) they made it like in two minutes man yeah, it, it's nice. Automata it's really Island. wholesome and cute, but at the same time, so fucking eerie, you know? Because it's yeah. like it's their first visitor type of shit. Because they're yeah, AI you know and everything. Um, I also noticed that like Matsumoto doesn't know when shit happens. 
he kind of wakes up when he senses that there is like an event that's going to change the course of history coming up. Mm-hmm. But he himself does not know what that event is until he wakes up and like looks around, I think. Yeah, I noticed that too this episode. Before it was always like he's, oh, he's like omnipotent. He knows history like the back of his hand. But as we're changing history more and more, every time he wakes up, he's a little bit less sure of what's going to happen. And he has to kind of get his bearings and like size up the situation to yeah. know what's the best thing to do. And that that's what happened at the end of the episode when the, the, the toll, Toax, um, the AI, oh, yeah, hitters, yeah, right? they attacked him. He wasn't really sure attacked what to early. do. Yeah, he was. Well, like, they've changed history drastically. Yeah, they're, <laughs> so, they've completely and they're keeping so. this one guy alive. And yeah. I'm pulling my hair out as to why. <laughs> like, he keeps living. Just, just kill him. Just like we don't want to see. When he fell to the water, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You're the one who lived from that explosion. Vivi <laughs> uh, <and Bibi laughs> saved you. Like, I just don't want it to be him anymore. Also, like, how low in the totem pole is he that he just keeps getting these suicide missions? <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced he's just like, every time they have a suicide mission, he's like, I'm in. Please let this be the one. Yeah. Fucking end me. Exactly. And then he just always keeps living by some miracle. And this time it was Vivi who saved him. <laughs> he just them. wants to die. He just wants sweet release. I'm getting to the point where, like, I feel like there's, like, this raffle of, like, all right, we're going to pick a suicide team for this next mission. And we put everyone's name in the raffle. And then we're going to pull out and see who we're going to build. And they keep pulling his name. And they're, like, what? what, what why, why is it just your he name? He's, like, oh. The, the I rigged, yeah, he just put a hundred of his name <laughs> in it. It's just, like, I want to make sure I'm in this, guys. Like, come on. Like, I'm perfect for this job. It's, like, stop, dude. You love AI. Stop, Stop denying it. Like, we all know you do. I don't know what the point of that guy is, but I'm already somehow getting sick of looking at him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's the whole point. It's just for you to just get sick of him, and then he's going to save Vivi somehow, and he's going to be like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to do that, but something compelled me to do it, and I've just moved without even thinking. Oh. And you're going to be like, I do like that she saved your life three times i do like that guy is aging though like if you yeah. compare that guy from first that the same guy from the first episode when he's literally about to get smushed by the the flat piece of like boulder or whatever concrete yeah, yeah concrete yeah, like he looks a lot younger okay yeah and then in this episode he actually looks like an older man because it's been like what 15 17 years now yeah. Yeah. Fifteen so and had, plus another five, right? Five, so it's been right? So twenty seventeen years. years. So he looks like an older man, and I thought so. That you're was praising something that should be a given because we know it's been a long. Oh well, yeah, but like time. you know, like the fact that they that's like it's pretty cool that they like made him look older. I don't know. I would be fucking pissed if they made him look the same because that's <laughs> dumb. That's as dumb as putting <laughs> well, yeah, out episode dumb, zero of Tokyo like, Revengers. I, you know, it's neat that there is It's neat there, that they you know. did the bare minimum. <laughs> Dumber than hair growing three yeah. feet in yeah. six months. It's neat that man, they did last the season really fucked you guys, huh? That um, so you have to life. be like, Both man, 15 years went me. by. And I know 15 years went by because this guy's older and you can <laughs> see that he's older even though we see 
oh, a shit ton of other stuff <laughs> and they say it all the time. I've been asleep for five years. Oh, well, you've really done a lot in these past five years. Look at your audience. <laughs> Look, Finchie, when you reach Nirvana like the rest of us by doing three top tens, then you realize even the littlest things excite you because that's all you get every week. I'm just week, pointing out how ridiculous, <laughs> like... Oh yeah, no, Kaizo like, is ridiculous in general. And it is yeah. neat, but at the same time, it's, it's that should be the bare minimum. <laughs> Shouldn't it though? That's what I say all the time. It should be okay, the bare okay, minimum. And it isn't, is it? Not it, always. It's getting lower it and lower. Not? Okay, 15, 12, 15 years, right? Why wasn't Matsumoto more fucked up? Like, how, where did he appear from? He like, should. Well, okay, he, he looks like, a little so rough clean, up. man. And if that, if that, you know, I'm just doubling down, down on this just to like double down on he, He's like sleeping, so he's not doing anything. Yeah, he could have been yeah, like, dusty. He could have been like found by a little kid and just be like, goo goo gaga, you know? <laughs> we don't actually yeah. know where he is or where he comes from. Yeah. Could just be in the cloud and then once like the timer oh, runs well, down, then that they one time. send it right back. The first time he slept and came back, he literally takes him, he gives himself a bath. He's like, dude, I was so itchy. And he washed himself. That's true. That's true. All right. All right. All right. Oh, other point I wanted to bring up. The CGI is fucking dog shit in the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was, me and Kyle like, had a big like debacle yeah, for why is everything robotic or like metal have to be CGI nowadays. And Oh man, like the, those cars from that chase scene. I was just like, oh yeah. Whoa. It, like, was this made in like 2002? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the rest of the show looked great yeah, though. Yeah, the rest of the show, the opening, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, the, everything else. Yeah, yeah, I like, totally erased either. that car chase scene out of my mind because I'm remembering so that weird. one part where the car like stalls for two frames and then like it's like a dramatic bounce, but I was just like, but this isn't 3D. Why'd you do it like that? Why'd you do it like a 2D animation? Yeah. <laughs> Why? And sometimes, um, you know, uh, Matsumoto in his cube form, he's CGI too. Um, yeah. Sometimes he looks like he's just superimposed over Vivi who was drawn, just like slapped on. <laughs> it's very like obvious. So it just looks weird. Yeah. Um, I do like his um, his new portal look though. <laughs> that's that's a that's a nice design. His cube. I like how like wiggly he is. Yeah, is he's he... like so like wiggly and animated. Yeah, it's like kind of disgusting. That one it's line like, fat where he floats, or he like gets knocked away. He's like, oh no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I can float. I float. <laughs> and Vivi's like, you can float, and he's like, well, what's a cube? if a cube can't float or some shit like oh shit okay a fuck, cube that can't whatever. float is a cube and i'm like you're right but you know he doesn't <laughs> float all the time though i remember there was a scene where like vivi was like looking out into the sea and seeing people attacking and he like you can see him in the background just like rolling into the shot and i'm like yeah. why aren't you floating <laughs> he but just rolled into it how do you roll like is the cube i i think i thought the you know the jiggliness of the cube is just you know like an animate uh just like no a, it's like a it's body like, part no it's like just a visual effect <laughs> but i think the cube is actually soft yeah he has muscles and he's using his muscles to push himself <laughs> over uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Step by step, and he rolled into the shot. I was like, "This is the, this is the weirdest." This cube has bit. like abdominal muscles to like move itself. Yeah, like if you flip it over to like the one side where it doesn't show a lot, he probably has a six pack. You yeah. just don't see it because he's always <laughs> flipping on the other ones. I, I want to check too. I, I watched it twice because I just couldn't understand why did the robots attack the Toax. The, the I don't think you're supposed to I don't think you're explicitly told but I think it's the mother computer over overrid the virus in order to protect the island that's like they just went ham and just went like yeah they just like jumped into the ocean and just dive bombed into like the, the talk ships but they reference mother computer a lot and then you hear a female voice which I can assume is mother computer being like yo yep go take out these fools because they're or island or the virus that they put in wasn't exactly the virus that they were told that about they that's what i so yeah. maybe that's they my ruined the mother. yeah that that okay. dude tricked uh, vivi exactly yeah. so that dude isn't as uh clean as we thought he was because when they were showing like sense. like when when matsumoto was talking about like oh yeah he was the first human that like got married to an ai and stuff like that but that's not important anymore because that's we changed so much of like of history that that's not like a big important event anymore and i i thought to myself i'm like then there's something wrong now like the fact that that's not important anymore like that has to like get that guy in some way shape or form to be either mad about it or he wants to change something or like he's not going to be mm. the same as he was before kind of thing because human first human to get married to an ai like how can that not be big in any oh, way shape wait, or form? the beginning of the ah oh. so matsumoto talks about how it was a huge thing and they're in the history that he shows they're they're like celebrities right that's what he says mm -hmm. the pictures mm -hmm. and stuff yep. in the beginning of the episode was that we see them get married and they're like at the island where the metal float is supposed to be later they show the island there's is a church it? it's all like weird yeah. it's because after they show that scene the camera pans out and it shows the island that they they're at and it turns into metal float so yeah. it looks like i thought uh, so they got married, married on that island and then their island changed into the metal island that it is today well, I don't know what part of history that was showing. In the yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was future that or the past, but it had to be, um, or I guess present day, because he's a human, so he can't be like immortal too. No, yeah, um, I don't. But then know. the church was like run down, like it's been abandoned. Yeah, like it's in the future where it's been abandoned. So I wasn't sure where they were. Because if yeah. this is the history that Matsumoto is told, then why would they? go to an island to get married wouldn't they like this makes it seem like that's a taboo like oh you can't do it you know oh we gotta be mm -hmm. all the way far away and it's okay as long as i have you yeah we're gonna uh, get married in I'm this confused. like abandoned church where no one knows that we got married because mm -hmm. it's taboo so well i don't know is the present that vivi and matsumoto and are now they met the professor they're like not publicly married so he gives the virus like he wouldn't want to destroy metal zone because that would destroy metal his wife or metal float metal float man what I is know. this well i guess we'll see uh next week because usually like these like 
sections are always like two, three episode uh, storylines, right? So yeah. this is like mm-hmm. the first episode of this storyline. So we'll, we'll we'll get more information uh, next week, hopefully, or you know, just more confusion. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So um, that'll do it for Vivi. We'll move on to our other tie for second place this week that's to your eternity as this week we gave it fifth place from kai sixth place from me fourth place from peter and first place from plinchy uh so plinchy this was your number one for this week tell us why this deserved first place from you uh it was it was very difficult i almost put the other anime that's you know that would deserve first place i think <laughs> but i picked this one because uh last time we were talking about how i was really curious as to see how the main character learns how to talk yeah. does he know how to talk does he have to learn is he empty and i got the answer he's at wolf level and now he's put into a situation where <laughs> it's like he has to learn quickly. I thought we were gonna, yeah. I thought we were gonna, like, from the trailer and then from the opening, you see all these different uh, people and stories. I thought we were gonna spend a long time on each, and I feel like, I like, I'm making a lot of assumptions, but this girl's probably gonna be with the guy for a while if she, you know, if she doesn't die to the or get sacrificed. I don't think she is, but. Um, and this is from watching the opening, but I think we're going to be done with this and they're going to travel together. She's going to get older and he's oh. going to learn to be human with her and she's going to be the mother that she wants to be. <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> yep. An eight year old becoming a mother. Yeah. Classic Japanese. That whole scene of like throwing the fruit and he like <laughs> runs to it he slaps it out of her hand and i'm like oh my god that's so good like he knows absolutely nothing and that's such a like legit reaction it's not a what the fuck is he doing it's like of course he just wants the fucking food and you have the food and you're not giving it to him that's what bisky would do if she had long arms she would smack the food out of my hand <laughs> <laughs> your dog yeah this is awesome see he's a boy but he's also a dog basically <laughs> A good boy. <laughs> He's a good boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, just animation's great. Story's great. This new segue to like this little girl in the village. The world building, really nice, simple, really palatable. Like, okay, this is a situation. I feel what I need to feel. I know what I need to know. Um, really obvious cues of like what's going to happen, but not in the not in the sense where it's like too much or like you know that um march's older sister is gonna do something to save her like that's so obvious she, yeah. she's holding the little girl's hand away when march is getting sent away paloma whatever her name is she's like not even looking at her like oh she, you know she's yeah. gonna do something yeah uh, just really good world building and character i have animation. a feeling yeah i have a feeling i'm not sure if it would happen, that'd be that'd be pretty depressing. But uh, I think this whole village is gonna die. I think just the fact that they're messing with like this whole like tradition of 
I, I don't know how many villages there are that this like tradition happens because it made it oh. sound like oh we picked this village you guys are the next ones to do it like they're rotating through all these villages to choose a, a maiden to to sacrifice but the fact that they're gonna ruin all that and like Perona is gonna mm. ruin all that is gonna ruin this entire village because even if March runs away and they can't catch her they're gonna pretty much like smite that whole village for you know disobeying uh mm-hmm. you know tradition so i wonder if like this is gonna be one of those things where like i don't know how many people um uh i, I guess we'll call him fushi or joan or whoever this thing is i don't know how many people he's gonna meet but i wonder if he's gonna keep meeting people just like him where it's just like oh yeah people who just lose like their entire village or their entire family and they're just left alone by themselves and there's gonna be a group of people that have nothing but the only thing they have is each other now kind of thing so because mm-hmm. now i'm on that boat with plenty where it's like oh there is going to be a group that goes together at first i thought it was going to be just this alien and how he affects everywhere every place he uh, he touches but um if this whole village dies then i feel like that's just going to be foretelling of the dynamic of the group uh moving forward because uh, March yeah. needs somewhere to go. <laughs> I think uh, we're used to the formula of Kino's journey. Uh, that, you know, it's very episodic. The, Lone yeah, wolf the type. Character, yeah. It's very isolated events that, uh, you know, don't carry over very much to the next episode. But, yeah, I think it would be very interesting if we have a evolving narrative of, like, pretty much... Uh, a semi or permanent party that uh travels with uh the boy that'd be yeah. nice i think march is gonna come and go like if, if it is the case that she does stay with him and she teaches him stuff and she gets a little older i think there will be a point where like she'll have she'll be like oh i really like this place i really want to yeah. stay and then like this yeah. alien thing is just like i'm gonna keep going kind of thing and then he leaves her at that whatever town or village and then he picks up another person takes them around a couple couple blocks and then mm. you know because mm, you, know, you see immortal so we could easily like time skip yeah. and be like it's exactly been 25 already, years and they've been yeah, traveling and they've circled the fucking country like, oh, exactly yeah. march wants to settle Easily. down and she found someone she fell in love with and she actually wants to become a real mom this time kind of thing so yeah um, that kind of time gap is uh pretty easy to do since you know he's forever forever young he's yeah it's his his eternity so yep. what was the story about that monster the oniguma was that the tradition is that if you don't bring up a sacrifice the oniguma is going to attack the village yeah was it Pretty that much. specific village that's chosen or is it going to attack all the villages in the area what was that about no it's idea just attack the reason yeah, why just I bring attack. this up is because in the beginning of the end, in the beginning of the show where you see the dude walking, he actually gets eaten by the Oniguma. Yeah. Right? So he goes on yeah, top of the mountain. Yeah, and it's all fucked up too. Yeah, and then he gets spat out and that's how March finds him, right? So I'm thinking <laughs> like, what if at that point this whole sacrifice ritual is complete? And the Oniguma dude is like, nah, man, I'm, I'm full, dude. I'm, I'm okay. And no, doesn't, I gotta watch my way there. He doesn't need to attack the village anymore. Because mm, he's already eaten. Yeah. And everything's uh, just fine. But, like, that's that's yeah. what I see this going. Well, that'd like, be hard to convince if Joan can't talk yeah, and March doesn't thing. know that. Yeah, that's a thing. Why no is Oniguma like, attacking our village because March didn't get eaten? And no one's going to understand because 
Joanne can't like communicate like, that. Yeah. She doesn't even she know what like, truly oh, happened. I guess the only good was gonna leave us alone from now on, and then they never do it again, and then the next year like, they die. get decimated. Yeah. <laughs> like the only Goomas in the John, opening and done? the ending. So I'm like, I wonder like if there's more something to do with the Oniguma too. Like I think you're right, but I think it's also like it doesn't solve any problems it whatsoever. Doesn't. It doesn't. You know what I mean? Because it's still the next year or the following. Like I don't even know how often they have these like sacrifices, but uh yeah, it it doesn't solve anything any way, shape, or form. So yeah. but that you know what, you're probably right though. That probably is what, what truly happened. And for now we're safe, but I don't know. There's something fishy about these uh these people too that like are trying to enforce the tradition. Yeah. Like I, I, I have a sneaky the suspicion. Are scared of them. Yeah, they are hiding something or like this tradition is really fake or they're, they're trying to set something up. Some some Scooby-Doo shit where they're trying mm. to like scare Maybe. people into doing this. So what if the girls never get sacrificed? You just take them into the little child labor camps and then force them to work. I like that one girl's leotard though. I thought that was <laughs> cool. I don't yeah. know. It just stood out to me that everyone else is like super like villager clothing and then she's wearing a leotard like yeah like princess wanted okay yeah high high tier character (laughs) Mm -hmm. very princess mononoke this whole setting definitely i like it i like it too okay uh anything else for uh to your eternity okay that just leaves us with the top of the summit for this week our number one for the ranking board Moriarty the Patriot. Uh, this week we got fourth place from Kai. I gave it first place. Peter, first place. Plinchy, second place. So I'll give it over to uh, Peter, you first for uh, Moriarty. What you think of this episode? Dude, I'm gay, dude. I love, I love James Bond. Uh, fucking James Bond. Irene is I so. No, James dude, Bond. I'm gay. I, I'm the one that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, we, she's a man now, so gay. she's on my side. <laughs> How dare you try to take her back? Um, but our yeah, bond. just yeah, our, our bond. bond. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just God, the 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 like Easter eggs of uh, of like using these uh like british uh like fictional characters or like non-fictional characters it's so it's so fun it's so fun to see like the when the beginning of the episode when the lady when you see the lady get her neck cut i was like oh shit jack the ripper this is gonna be like a nice episode to see like what they're gonna use him for jack the ripper yeah so like yeah so i was like oh man it's obvious we're gonna like see jack the ripper he's gonna be like this young handsome guy he's gonna be really cool (laughs) kind of thing but i didn't think they were gonna spin it that way where it's just like Mm -hmm. oh he used to be part of the military he he became a butler afterwards he trained um the three brothers now it made sense how lewis is so good with the knife remember like in season Mm -hmm. one where like he protected um william from uh from the main guy from episode one and he was like shifting his knife all over the place i'm like lewis you were like almost dying as a kid and then you became a butler like when do you have time to learn this and now i understand uh they had they had a teacher this entire time to, to teach him how to kill a man and it's like to spin on jack the ripper is so cool like this really cool old man 
that I cannot wait to see him fight. Like I absolutely cannot yeah. wait because they will be coming, and I'm excited to see uh, how it works out. But um, for the most part, the rest of the episode I know is a, a bonding experience for the other uh, minor characters, and uh, it was nice. It was nice to see like that dynamic between everyone and just like how they all understand their roles in like yeah. in this huge scheme of things and yeah. uh the fact that like uh uh bond was able to just you know just pick it up and just go along with it and uh he had his own plan uh with the whole like gunshots and the using the gunshots to to light the area to the kick ass i was like Mwah, just Mwah. just the building of the group and then finally like it feels like every episode they have like this like huge reveal right like last last week it was like the becoming of james bond now it's like oh jack the ripper is this old butler dude that's just a chill guy yeah. uh that's like it's like i can't even imagine like now i'm trying to like i gotta go back and see like every fictional and non-fictional british person in existence who's coming next like is the queen of england like uh like a fucking like megatron like like what 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 what, what could possibly happen like i just can't imagine it now like uh I really like I think this is something that we were asking for last week is um to be done with Sherlock and get back to the Moriarty party. And this was the best way they could have reintroduced <laughs> Moriarty's party and, and it's through Irene Adler or James Bond. Because um mm-hmm. James Bond can now be the newbie in the Moriarty party and give you that inside look of how oh, yeah. this group works, how they think, how their um how their strategies work. Um, we got to know Moran more in detail because, I mean, if we didn't have James Bond, we'd probably take the perspective of like maybe William Moriarty. But William Moriarty doesn't get to see how Moran like works mm-hmm. privately. The only way you get to see that is if you're on the ground with him and that's where James Bond comes in. So, that was so smart the way that they integrated like her into the party and her getting to give us that up close view of how see fred and everyone else like operates and thinks in this this group uh it was a brilliant episode for to get back in the shoes of moriarty and it's it's really good to be back with him too and i was excited about jack the ripper like as soon as i saw like the dead woman in the street i was like holy fuck yeah yeah oh my god would they they have jack the ripper holy shit they did they had (laughs) him in this anime he's Uh, so cool he's got like the attack on titan like belt and everything around his waist he's just like oh shit yeah but jack the ripper that we're seeing in the anime is different than the killer yeah Yeah. i like that that there's more to the story that the killer that is publicly known that we know in rl in the anime it's actually just uh, it's actually not the real Jack the Ripper. It's like an imitator, who, yeah. or uh, possibly multiple people they're suspecting mm-hmm. imitating Jack the Ripper. So that's just like it's, yeah, it's this, a party what, of them. what you know is the truth is not really the truth in this anime. Yeah, and I, I think that's so fascinating to take history mm-hmm. and then spin it that way. I thought they were like actually getting the killer, and I was so confused. Like, oh yeah, we're it's Jack the Ripper. I'm like, oh, what do you what? Well, this I'm like, this oh old no, it's a different person. I'm like, street. oh okay, because I was like, Moriarty, I thought you said you're gonna catch what? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's why the reveal was so cool. Yeah, I was wondering who the old dude was in the opening. I don't. I always see him like cut in 
as they like show all the members of Moriarty's party. And I was like, who's this dude? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. shit. I thought he was just going to be like some old yeah. guy they like lived yeah. with for a while, which I mean, in actuality, was kind of true. It's but for him true, to yeah. be the butler, uh, I was like, ah, <laughs> shit. A cool old man butler. Like, that's that's what you always need. And uh, I'm, re- I'm very excited to, uh, to see uh, Jack kill. I don't even know if his name is Jack. I don't the, remember. His name was like Jack. Um, I forget his last name though. Jack off. <laughs> Jack Zaripa. Because I know that's just like his nickname, but like, what's his true name? Is it Alfred? <laughs> no. You wish. I know that'd be really cool. Oh no, his name is Jack. Jack Reinfield. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, cool. Jack, Jack R. Yep, Jack. Oh, Jack R. Ripper. that was a great episode mm-hmm. a lot happened oh my god when bond did the thing with his hair oh my i god. was like oh my god <laughs> totally oh, different yeah he looks so good and then he like that. chugged all, all the fucking whiskey from uh from around oh bottle i'm like whatever role you need me i was like holy shit no kidding <laughs> You can be the you can be the the swap Oron host club, or you can yeah. be fucking brawling in pitch blackness. Like I didn't, yeah. I've never seen Irene Adler presented this way, and it's such an amazing take on her character. Also, how she learned that shit? Where she learned? Right? She, learned she that just from turned into James Bond. Play. She's just literally James yeah, Bond now. When, I, I realized that, but like, fuck. Now I just want fuck? her to have like a like a fucking competition with Moron. Just like they're both like in they're both <laughs> oh, in hotel rooms, and you just see like so good. they're oh, both sniping, so and then you just look in the back, and you just see how many legs there are. Moron only has like two ladies, and then uh, Bond has three <laughs> ladies. It's like looks like I win tonight, Moron. <laughs> And then like kills yeah, whoever they need to so kill. Funny. He was like, "Are you questioning my identity as a man?" He's like, "It's not necessarily you as a man." He's like, and she, she's like, "Should I prove to you how much of a man I am?" And Marl's like, uh, yeah. huh? I don't what? understand." Yeah, <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> That's what this banter between the two of them is uh, really yeah. nice. I, I thought it was oh, gonna man. be like this yeah. weird sexual tension because they know she like it's irene adler but yeah. now it's just like they're just yeah. bros you didn't go um, that way it, yeah it's just like honestly they're bros and i was like wow I, yeah yeah again which doesn't feel natural never, yeah never really would see that connection yeah. between them because uh the fact that irene was just like like just like that the the fact that she was willing to give up everything just to you know be whatever they need uh, her to mm-hmm. be is uh that would yeah, I didn't expect that. She was such like a, a strong-headed person and very stubborn. So the fact that she was willing to to do that is uh, pretty surprising. Well, like you were saying, uh, Plinchy, like so much stuff got crammed into this episode. Like at the after the bank robbery, I thought, oh, this is this is the end of the episode. It, it was yeah. great, and then it just kept going. Every time they show that uh, the intermission scene where they like yeah. flip the Moriarty logo around, I'm like, oh man, we're dude, only yes. halfway. <laughs> we're yes. only halfway. Last week was crazy. Yeah. Oh, I fucking so every yeah, every episode, man. It's just been it's been one war win after another. Like at this point, I feel like the ending of the season is just gonna be kind of subpar, just because they just blew their load this whole like beginning of the season. <laughs> no, nah, like, it's just gonna get better. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is gonna get better, but shit dude so we got james bond and jack the ripper yeah 
My only, I, I, I do have one thing to say that I, that is like a negative that I feel about this episode. I think that scene where James Bond is knocking out all the bad guys, and him counting to like seven, eight, yeah, that was a bit much. <laughs> I, it was a bit much <laughs> for me. <laughs> like one, two, three, four, and just like, oh shit, okay, I get it. <laughs> it's a while but everything else is pretty fucking great damn we're gonna talk about negatives then uh, my boy Fred what the fuck man so little screen time why aren't you the Bro. box why aren't you the safe <laughs> yeah. like I need more Fred man he only had he's like three actually lines on screen all the time you just don't know it's Fred I know that's the sad part <laughs> I'd rather see him on screen all the time as not Fred that's <laughs> when things get hype <laughs> like it would have been uh, cool like I know like he was like oh I recognize some of those robbers it would have been cool if Fred was on that side yeah like he was one of the robbers like he was the one leading it that's the direction I thought they were gonna go in that Fred would like oh. imi- yeah. imitate the dude that they knocked out and then they would yep. like uh, overpower them by getting them with their guard down but uh, I mean I like Irene just counseling them too yeah like I think like if the pan went the exact same way but he was like the leader of the, the robbery like he'll see Irene like coming and then he'll just kind of like slowly go out the back door and then he'll just show up again. He'll be like, hey guys, what's going on? Oh, we got the safe? Okay, cool, let's go. And then he'll just carry the box with them kind of thing. Like he's with them to the bank and then he just disappears and then he just comes back randomly. <laughs> he's like, hey guys, what's up? And then, yeah, they just never know. And I, I, I don't know. Been kind of nice to see that. Oh, and how stupid was that cop? <laughs> how stupid was that dude? <laughs> I mean, like, Mister, you knocked out all of them in pitch darkness <laughs> and tied them up, and then passed out own. from excitement, and then yeah. you passed out. And he's like, "I did, didn't I? Wow, it's a piece of cake." <laughs> oh, the day's work. It just explains Scotland Yard in like a nutshell, right? Just like ninety-five percent of them were just fucking pointless, and they're except horrible. for Lestrade. Except for Lestrade, my boy again. Yeah, but he's always repressed anyway. So at that point, you know, 100% of Scotland Yard sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like they did introduce like that other guy. Uh, I don't remember his name, but like his like Lashad's assistant. His- yeah. But he's yeah. the mole in the in the Scotland Yard kind of thing. I kind of like that, uh, that little tidbit. I don't know how, like how much they're going to like really venture into that, that hole. But uh, it's nice to see like... How do you get get information so fast, or how do you understand like these uh these crimes that are happening, and the fact that they did, they have like a pipeline uh, pipeline to that is a uh, explains a lot. Yeah, that was a nice like quick way to like just explain that. Yeah, yeah. And they use Bond again as like the guinea pig. It's like she had no papers in her hand. Everyone else is like already looking like it's it's a normal thing to get debrief with these papers. And Bond was like, well, "What's going on? What are we doing?" So. Um, it's nice. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Well, that will do it for this week's podcast. That's all the time that we have. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, we had an amazing week of anime, a lot of infighting, just to show how competitive it was this week. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, what's to come, and I hope you guys will be there with us uh, in the next one. Um, any last words before we sign out, guys? 
When you guys watched 86, did you notice when they were playing the cards, she had an 8 and a 6 in her hand? <laughs> she did not. But you're right, though. That she was did. cool. She, no, did. she did. She did. She did. Oh, she did. So when she was know. having her monologue with with Lena and like telling her like all the stuff, she was like, "Yeah, the '86 crew is like this." And then like, uh, she she grabbed the six from the guy's hand and then completed her her pair. And then the guy grabbed the guy grabbed her eight and completed a pair. And it was '86. I was yeah. like, "Well, the next time there's an '86 on screen, I'm taking that as a sign that that character associated is, is dying." <laughs> yep. Every episode has had 86. Every person idea, has died. Yeah. <laughs> now we gotta really? watch episode one and see where the 86 lied with the with the black guy and see how he died. God damn it. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we make a compilation, we upload that on YouTube and get millions of views because it's uh, not associated yeah. with the podcast. Or like at all. zero oh, views because everyone else already <laughs> yeah. had the same thoughts as us and beat it to us. One or the other. All right, we're looking forward to that. So, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> See you guys later. Thanks for watching and uh, same week time, same week place. Bye. 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 Bye.